All right, boys, we ready? Yep, all set. Marcus, is your mic plugged in and turned on? Yes, my mic is on. Tyler, what are the odds that you're actually in studio for this one? 80-20. 80-20, you're here, or 80-20, you're on the road? Don't worry about it. Play the intro! Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Someone sounds like they're coming on the train! <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is Paul Bissonette. And Mike Grinelli. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. I'm Matt from Surrey. New Westminster. North Van. And you're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jake Jude. McTavish for Calder, and I mean it this time. Marcus Keller. Plan the parade or blow it up. No in between. And Tyler Erlinson. Kizmenko will get 40 goals this year. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys. It's the Vancouver Boys Podcast! Woo! <laughs> hey, welcome to episode number 93. This is the 93rd episode of the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Welcome. This week I'm joined by DJ Smitty Smith, Marky Mark, oh, and the Moo Pals. We're not bringing oh. this back. You thought we would forget. We are it's been not two weeks. No, it was a, was it's it been Marky two Mark weeks. It was, Marky yes. Mark and the Moo Moo Pals. Yeah, that, that was the one that I made up. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you're not hosting this week, by the way. <laughs> that was sick. I got so many people that were just like, yo. What the, the fuck is this episode. shit? <laughs> that was the coolest episode I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. That was like our our listenership dropped in like the first two minutes of that yeah, one. Like yeah, everyone turned crazy it off. beats. Yeah. No, if you look at people's retention, it's like the first 30 seconds and then they all left. Yeah, because <laughs> we stopped making mad beats. Well, it's no different than any other week. Anyway, so this week, <laughs> uh, plenty to talk about. We've missed uh, last week, so we got two weeks worth of stuff to go over. Yes. Uh, so we should just jump straight into it. Did we explain that Tyler's not here? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, it's usually Our, pretty I, obvious I guess, yeah. when anyone else is the first person to talk. But Yeah, so I'm hosting this week, Yeah, and I'm your host this week, Jake Jude, <laughs> and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Marcus Keller. How's it going, everybody? And Alex Smith. Hello, hello. And uh, yeah, why don't we kick things off the way we normally do with a word from our sponsor and our fake sponsor. Well, this week's episode and every episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast is brought to you by Beaver Buzz Energy. Thank you so much, Beaver Buzz, for supporting the boys. We here at Vancouver Boys Studios are all Beaver Buzzing. And this week's episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast is not brought to you by Hooters Toronto. Much like Mark Stone's mysterious injury, it's a lot worse than you'd think. Hooters Toronto, expanding to Vancouver in 2024. <laughs> really? No. That's exciting. No, I wish. Son but, of a bitch. Well, apparently it's not that good. So Alex was in Toronto a while ago. A, a while ago. I don't remember why this Yeah, didn't you go out. to a Blue Jays game? No. Raps game? No. Oh. Well, he went no to Hooters. We were, there. We were gonna he go went to, to Hooters. We were going to go to a Raps game. Because they were playing the Lakers, but it was in Whoa. L.A. Oh, yeah. well, that, that so would have made really it tough. Out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I almost went to a Kingston Knights. Is that what they're called? No. Uh, Kingston. Oh, the Kingston Frontenacs? Yeah, yeah, Kingston Frontenacs. Yeah. When uh, Shane Wright was still on the team. Because I was out uh, visiting oh, my cool. uh, cousins who go to school over there. Um, but, we, but no one cares about that. I, because think I, re- we, I thought I remember when you went there. Wasn't that recently-ish? It was last year. Yeah, I thought I remember when you went there. Yeah, yeah. probably. But so, so you went to Hooters as you were telling yeah. me earlier today. <laughs> I to Hooters. I don't know why I got brought up, but yeah, it's just they make Hooters in like movies and stuff seem like the craziest place in the world, and it's just like it's kind of a sad place. I won't lie. It's uh it's not all it's not all the hype that uh, you would think it is. It's it's quite sad. There's a lot of single men that go there, and um, 
just drink their sorrows away, it seems like. And there was one guy just town and just going to town on some chicken wings that were just way too saucy and his hands were just too much sauce on the hands, dropping chicken wings on the floor. Yeah, me and my buddy, we got a shot and got right out of there because it was just not the vibe. Well, you don't want to have too much sauce on your hands at Hooters. Mm-hmm. No. But you, you mentioned the wait staff was also not quite as Well, I respect women, either. so I actually was talking to all of them, and their personalities weren't the greatest, mm. put it that way. Yeah, you go there for the personality, and when it ain't there. Yeah. Like either are you. Where the boys at. Exactly. What's, there was, there was a, a very disgraceful amount of men serving. Mm-hmm. Like, we need a men's. I thought this was <laughs> <laughs> that. That's the one that'll come to Vancouver. <laughs> no, no male hooters, yeah, a gentlemen's all club, <laughs> yeah, cigar club. All male <laughs> They all wear booty shorts. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> and it's got to be like those same like overly sophisticated guys that yeah, are serving like too. Ser- like, they still wear scarves and stuff. Yeah, they've got like monocles and shit, but booty monocles. Shorts. <laughs> <laughs> the Monopoly man in some booty <laughs> shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bonsoir. <laughs> Tabla <laughs> for duh. <laughs> the fuck is that? <laughs> Table for two? Oh, is that French? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, but I, uh, Jesus, really? <laughs> I feel well, like most people know really what that know would that? mean. No. Yeah. No one knows no, that. You can't count to two in French. I'm gonna make you a said you said way too many letters before. Yeah. I said tabla for duh. That's <laughs> yeah. not even French. That's how no, no. I thought you were ordering a Toblerone. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna put a poll on Instagram and say who the fuck knows what Jake just said, and it's gonna be zero percent. Well, no it's also one's a gonna joke. But okay. Well, either way, what was the place in Langley? Was it Sammy J's that yeah. we went to? Yeah. I think I'm going to go on this Friday. Great wait staff there. Fantastic mm-hmm. personalities, as Alex put it. Yep. Highly recommend Sammy J's. Yeah. Episode 93. Yep. Yeah. That's what it is. That's right. crazy. Mm-hmm. And Quick. Uh, number. Player that wears number 93. Nugent Hopkins. Fuck. Ooh. Nazem Kadri? No. I think he, he wears 91 now. Mm. Yeah. He, he definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Nugent was the only one I know that wears 93. Off yeah, the top of my head, I at least. I can't think of any Paul other. Yarvey, no, he wears. They 90. can't both wear ninety three. They're on the same oh, team. Yeah. I think he wears ninety eight. No, he wears thirteen now. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. He does wear thirteen now. Yeah. Who wears ninety three? I feel I like that's know. a really common number. I feel the opposite. I don't. I can't think I of feel anyone. Like every else. number in the ninety is very like popular. Not really. I can only think of one guy that wore ninety nine. Well, okay, you got ninety. Probably the one of the most popular numbers. Ninety one. Another one. Ninety two. Not popular. crazy. Um, I mean, like. In history, there's been a lot, but right now there aren't many. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it's the I most common number. The most common number? Yeah. It's probably something you lower. Have that, the most common number? Yeah. It's probably like 10 or 9 or something. Yeah, I, I was like going to say there's always a 9. I feel like, well, yeah, 9s were just big because of how and Gretzky, right? Everyone yeah. would like try to incorporate that, right? 10 was big too. I still think it's 91. But maybe that's just like that's because just all now. the good players wear ninety one. I think that's, that's why now. I can think of so many. But like Doug Gilmore wore ninety three. Oh yeah. Oh, there's an interesting one. The fact that that's where we're going to for relevance, though, kind of shows that it's yeah, probably not, not the, the most number. popular. Yeah. You know? No, yeah. but do you know who wears number twenty four? Atu Ratu. No, he doesn't. Does he? Yeah, he's he, he's they, number twenty seven. Oh, was it 20? Oh, right. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. I, I misspoke there. Yeah, you're because totally right. 
he uh, he didn't ask Ben Hutton to use his number. I don't oh, think forget so. Ben Hutton. He has to whoa, ask whoa, whoa. Travis Hamanick first. <laughs> <laughs> Canucks a legend. Yeah, yeah. My, my girlfriend was a big Ben Hutton fan. I feel like a lot of girls were a big Ben Hutton fan. It was kind of like once we lost BX, so they were like, oh, what do we do now? Yeah, let's and go then after <laughs> Ben. <laughs> Who is the Ben Hutton of this team now? Ooh. Um, oh, that's a know. tough one. Ben Hutton. Of we the really have, I don't know if we really have one. It's got to be like kind of a goofy, good looking guy. That's not that Ben Hutton good. wasn't that great looking. Kind of looked like a Teddy Graham. What? Like, you know, those little uh, like teddy bear graham crackers. I don't. Oh, well, if you knew what they were, that's what Ben Hutton looked like. <laughs> I'm going to have to look that up later. But yeah, <laughs> I, I can't think of anything there. Mm. Okay. Anyway, we should probably throw ourselves into yeah, the Canucks. Yeah. <laughs> rambling about nonsense now. Yeah. What's ben, going on in the world of the Canucks? Uh, a few things. For, I just got to say first, though, Ben Hutton is like barely a step below Eric Goodbranson in terms of just bringing him up for no reason mm-hmm. at all. He, he just wiggles his way into conversations. There goes another Eric Goodbranson reference. We really got to keep like a like a table on the wall of how many times we bring up these guys. Yeah, we like a tally or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, It well. would just be wallpapered, yeah. this whole room. I think we're about two years too late for that idea, <laughs> <Yeah>. though. <laughs> Probably. Someone would have to go back and like, listen to all of them. Yeah, find all the references to Eric Branson. And who's the other one? The other guy we always reference for no reason? Oh. There is another guy, I forget. I know. Anyway. Yeah, I'll, I'll think of him later. Yeah, he'll we'll he'll, he'll later. come up later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's uh, Ellie Tolvin. Was it? Yeah, he comes up all the time. Recently, at least. Yeah, well, yeah, because I guess you keep yeah. bringing him up. Yeah, fair. Okay, anyway. So, in Canucks news, they are terrible. They are just god-awful terrible. They are currently 27th in the NHL with the worst record of any team since Christmas. Perfect. This is this is fantastic this news. This is great. Mm-hmm. It is that that is where we're at now. So uh, the the thing that people need to try to remember here is we're still eight points ahead of last place. So we're we're that's we're, it. Yeah, that's a lot, dude. That like we're, when you're uh, when you're no, trying we, to be we bad, were, eight points is big. Yeah, yeah. But we were also so much ahead. I feel like at the start of the season to now only be eight points ahead of last place. Yeah. They definitely closed the cap. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> but they, I think that has more to do with the shittier teams doing better. Yeah, well, probably. Arizona. Yeah, yeah Arizona's winning. a good team. We yeah. are tied with Arizona. We have the same wins yeah. percentage, too. Like Arizona is like 14-8-2 at home this year. Yeah. That like is have, wild. They've yeah. been killing it recently, too. Yeah, I know. They beat some good teams at home. That 5,000-seat arena or whatever it is? Yeah. Seems how how are they as good as the, not not good? Like I realize they're bad. How when you look on paper at the Canucks team, how are they the same level as Arizona? Like when you look at the players that they have. Well, the Canucks only play either one or two games a year at Mullet Arena, and the Phoenix sorry Arizona Coyotes play forty one. So, so you that's think the Mullet Arena is the answer here? How can it not be? We got to move the Canucks to the Abbotsford yeah. Center and. That no, what, would be rename it like Pit Viper Arena, and then yeah, it's going to be all even. Yep. The I BMX mean, Center. You got to think, like, home crowd advantage is a thing. And for a 5,000 seat, that arena is probably so loud to play in. 
Um, and especially being on a college campus of just a bunch of drunk college kids. It's not though. When you watch the games, it's like a whole bunch of retired people vacationing in Arizona. Well, yeah, it's snowbirds. That was they, the point of putting yeah. the team there in the first place. Was yeah. it was supposed to capitalize on all the people that go south for the winter from Canada? Yeah. Mm. But there are like student sections. Yeah. At least there's a student section. But even if you look into it, like it's also still old people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Probably just all the old guys and the Hooters wait staff. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think what it is is students buy tickets and then resell them for a profit. <laughs> yeah. Genius. Yeah. Well, because the tickets paid. to those games are expensive. Yeah. I've seen that actually. Yeah. And so, like, the students obviously get them at a discount and then probably sell them. Yeah. So, genius. What do you think is more expensive? Uh, let's say a Rangers versus Coyotes game in Mullet Arena or in Madison Square Garden? Madison Square Garden, for sure. Well, the, so? the thing is, there would be just more, like, range in the tickets, right? Like, I'm sure in Madison Square Garden, you would get more expensive tickets. Like, yeah, if you I'm go down like to the front row. Cheapest versus cheapest. I I would still think, think about that, it. Yeah, the cheapest would probably be in New York, but then they would probably have, they have those cheap seats plus the same amount of expensive seats that Arizona has. I guess, you know I what I mean? Because it's like, like the people who are going to Rangers games, they want to see good teams. Like they're not going to buy tickets to go see a bad team. Where in uh, okay, Arizona, coming from. they're going to pay more to see a good team than see their crappy team. Right. You know what I mean? We could Google this, but we're not going to yeah, put it Yeah, yeah this is supposed to be news. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a neat conversation, though. Yeah. It's interesting mm -hmm. to think about. What I'm thinking about is Connor Bedard. Because okay. he is the guy that everyone's tanking for. But I'm also thinking about some of the guys that might be forgotten here. Like Fentilli, for example. Someone's going to be so good. Th that's that's kind of why I brought this up. That yes, we're eight points out of last place. But even if you don't win the lottery, you are walking out of this with a phenomenal player. Yeah. If you get the second position in the lottery. Uh, there's a few guys down here that look pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't know why. But for some reason, I'm like 99% sure Fantilli is going to end up on Chicago. Yeah, that really? seems like the I place. I don't know why, work. right? It just yeah. like it just seems to fit so well. Fantilli in Chicago. Like yeah. he, I, I don't think Chicago. Even if they have the worst record, they just won't win the the sweepstakes. Yeah. Well, I've okay. So we all know that the draft is rigged, right? Yes. So I've heard a lot of people talking about how they won't let Chicago win the draft lottery because of the like marketing nightmare they've had that yeah. makes no sense that's exactly why they would give them a player mm, they wouldn't want to bring attention to the franchise i don't think so and they wouldn't want to put bedard there they were also just so good for so long well i don't think that has much to do with it as you think mm. like a team being good for a long time like and winning three cups in six years or whatever it was mm -hmm. like th that's, that's great and all but from like a pr standpoint the like nightmare that they had last year with having to fire quenville and having the yeah, investigations right like that is, and also, what was it? Uh, Shovel Day Off was involved in that too. Yeah, like there was just such a PR nightmare that I think they want that franchise to just lay low for a bit, which is why I don't think they're going to win the draft lottery. Yeah. I just I don't see them winning it. In terms of like PR, it makes the most sense for the Canucks to win the draft lottery. It's a huge market. It's a team that's never won a but draft that's lottery. Also why they it's a might team that's had a it. ton of yeah. bad press, but none of it's like really really bad stuff. I think what makes the most sense is the Coyotes to win it. I actually disagree with you again. I think if the Coyotes won the draft lottery, it would be a bit of a waste, right? Like, they, the market that they've captured in Arizona, it's not getting any bigger. They're not growing the sport anymore out there. Well, that's exactly why they would add them, though. Yeah. Oh, look at that. 
Tyler, we start talking about the Coyotes. Coyotes. (laughs) Their number one fan shows. Tyler heard those words and woke up. We are now joined in studio. Oh, sorry. I went went to turn his mic on and I bumped the the inbox button. My bad. Well, I guess we're going into the inbox early. No, we are not. (laughs) No, but Tyler has rolled out of bed to join us. Tyler, how's it going, buddy? Wonderful. (laughs) Jesus. You, you want to explain to everyone why you're late and why you're probably going to take off early? Yeah, I got to work. So, and I didn't really get to bed until like 4, 4.30 p.m. Oh, dude. PM. And it is 8.30 8 p.m. So you've had about four hours of sleep this afternoon. Math guy. Yeah. Big math Coming guy. out of retirement. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Big of course. math guy. And then when do you start your next shift? Um, well, I have to leave here for, at 9, so... Yeah, so you leave in half an hour. Yeah. Dude, I so much respect for what you do. I, I couldn't do it, man. Then let's just cut right to the chase. Atu Ratu is joining yeah. the Canucks. Well, what, what's your take on this? All right, well, I, I've seen a lot of different um, opinions on Twitter and stuff about it, you mm-hmm. know, because he's got one point in eight games. But I don't think the point totals actually show the way he's played. Like, we went to the Abbotsford Canucks game, and he might have been the best player on the ice for them. Oh, he looked great. Yeah. He was buzzing. Whether he got any points or not, like, he was just in the right spots. He looked solid. So, you know, you put him in the NHL with some better players, who knows? Maybe he jumps out of his shell a little bit. I I like it. Give him a little bit of NHL experience. I mean, the Canucks aren't winning. May as well send D. Giuseppe down before you got to send him on waivers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that they can win the freaking... Uh, the cup down there. Yeah, that's that's one piece of Canucks news we haven't even talked about. Like, the Abbotsford Canucks could actually make a bit of a push here for the Calder Cup, which would mean playoff games in Abbotsford for the first time ever. That's the first time ever? Well, they'll, they've only been there for a year. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. But and they made the playoffs last mm-hmm. year, but got bounced in the, like, preliminary round, which is only, no, like, it, a best it's, of three. It's not a, oh. a preliminary... Okay, it's round one. It's four rounds, but the first round is a best of three. So mm-hmm. I yeah. guess you could look at it as, as preliminary. Mm-hmm. But when teams do the best of three, they play them all in one city. Because I guess it's, you know, it's expensive to travel and stuff. Makes so sense. They, all the games were out of town. Mm-hmm. So there's never been a playoff game in Abbotsford before. But this year, we could actually see that. And that we didn't, we haven't talked about that yet either, I don't think. Because the... The episode we took off was the one right after we all went. Yeah. 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 So we all went to see an Abbotsford Canucks game. Not just an Abbotsford Canucks game. Oh, like my God. The best yeah, game hockey of the year. game I might have ever seen. This yeah. was, Such I wouldn't say game. the best hockey game also, I've ever seen, but bef- definitely this year. Just before Maybe we get into it. experience in a while. Yeah. Just for context, the Abbotsford Canucks are third in their division. So they're also, this is really weird. Their division has 10 teams. The Pacific. Okay. Then the Central has seven. The North has seven. And the Atlantic has eight. So for whatever reason, the Pacific oh. Division has ten teams. And they're in third place with well, a record of 29, 18, and two. It must be a travel thing because they don't fly that much. Like, yeah. they only fly sometimes. So having teams in different divisions, it, it has to be because, yeah. you know, it's probably too far for some to bus, but they don't want them to fly more than they have to. Yeah. That's what I would guess anyway. But, yeah, that Abbotsford game, like... Definitely the best hockey game experience I've had all season. The the crowd was going crazy. The music was good. The game was awesome. Mm-hmm. It, it was a great product. The Canucks need Arsenal. 
They need yes. him up in the NHL. Canucks fans need a guy like him just to rejoice the arena. And you if, know what? You're, you are probably talking about someone right now that most Canucks fans don't even know who he is. No idea. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. If you are even a little bit of a fan of the Abbotsford Canucks, run, do not walk to the team store and buy an <laughs> Arsenal jersey. Yes. <laughs> this guy, I mean, he's the epitome of entertainment. Yeah. I mean, it... it, it should we describe that fight that he had in like? It the wasn't first just period? a fight, man. It was the whole game. I mean, like he is a born entertainer. He was, yeah. yeah I'll I'll let you guys talk about the fight, but like the whole game, this guy is just so much fun to watch. Yeah. So uh, it, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, no, I, I was just was gonna. You. I was just gonna say <laughs> that. That was Alex. Yeah, when you have headphones on, you can't tell yeah. who's about to talk. Yeah. Like, yeah. Go ahead, Alex. He's looking at me like the f- I, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> I, I would compare him to like the Walmart version of Ryan Reeves or like the AHL version of R- Ryan Reeves. Sure. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's kind of his style of game. But I feel like he has even more of a performer in him though. Like he's almost like Ryan Reeves and PK Subban rolled into one. Yeah. Uh, that, well, that's if, a good if, point. If you do watch if you do watch a lot of Ryan Reeves, the uh he he's got that same performer. He's always hyping up the crowd. He's always doing funny shit. Who do they play again? The Who? Tuscan uh, Tuscan Roadrunners, baby. Who would they play again? Tuscan Roadrunners. Tucson. Jesus Christ. Tuscan Roadrunners. Is it Tucson? Baby. It is Tucson. Tucson. What is... Well, what's, what's Tuscan? The nothing. Tuscany? It's like a city in Italy, I think. If you're from Tuscany, then you're Tuscan. Okay, but but if you're from Tuscan, then it's... Wait, Tus- no. What, what's so Tucson? You're, so you're Tucsonian? Okay, I think if you're from Tuscany, then you're Tuscan. If you're from Tucson, then you're, you're Tucson. an American. Arizonian because you're, it's no, in you're Arizona. you're fucking American. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> you're from you was American. If you're from Tucson, you're fucking American. Okay, well, whatever. Anyway, okay. The Back point is, Vincent Arsenault is an Abbotsford Canucks legend. I hope he never gets called up. I hope he spends his entire Whoa. career. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, well, I mean, like, he probably wouldn't do very well in the NHL, but no, I love I the guy. Right. I think that the AHL is just the perfect I, scene for him. I think for one, like a couple games, you could call him up, throw him on the fourth line, and he'd be okay. I couldn't yeah, care probably. less if he sucked. If he is going to fight somebody and throw his arm in a circle to hype yeah. the crowd yeah. up, that, I, I could, he could be in minus 10, and I will be. That was in one the game. player of the game. <laughs> yeah. 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 First no. star all the way. Yeah. That we, we'll maybe post the highlight on Instagram or something, but yes, before he had this big fight at center ice with another player, it was like very slow and dramatic. Like there was the theatrics of that yeah. fight. They met at center ice, but while they were still like four or five feet away, and you know, people are cheering and whatever, mm. he starts using his like his backhand, which I guess was left, to like hype the crowd behind him and tell us all yeah. to like get louder yeah. while he's prepping for a fight. That yeah. was just crazy. Like you don't see that anymore. Yeah. Or like um, I think it was their third or fourth goal. He ripped a wrister and it got tipped in, but it looked like he had scored the goal. Like they yeah. had to go back and look again. And I just remember like when he scored it, how fired up he was, how like all the players skated over to him and he was hyping them up as they were skating towards him. Yeah. He's just such a great energy guy. Again, run, do not walk, and buy one of his jerseys. <laughs> I might buy one. And I'm on like a tear here about not giving money to the Aquilinis at all. Mm. I might do it. <laughs> I might buy an Arsenault jersey. Yeah. That just that that night will forever be just etched in my head and mm-hmm. he will be a big part of it always. Yeah. So thank you, Vincent Arsenault. Yeah. If you ever want to be on a podcast, you just give oh, us a yeah. shout, buddy. One day. <laughs> that, that Jake speaks fun. French, so we can communicate with you. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. The guy can speak English, too. <laughs> my, uh, my favorite play of that game was uh, Jordan Bennington coming off the ice. Oh, my <laughs> oh God. God Holy. I mean, oh man. whatever his name was, <laughs> may as well have been Bennington. Yeah. yeah, it was a very Bennington move, how he, yeah. like, drew a penalty that he completely caused himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then started getting involved in fights, then got tossed out of the game. Well, every time he touched the puck, the whole arena was just booing the crap out yeah. of this guy. yeah. yeah. Every save, every play behind the net, yep. like every little thing. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And the then he, he got in a fight. Like, yeah. Yeah. you can't script this shit. And man. then he got booed. God, it was good. <laughs> he got booed off his, on his way off, and he's like yeah. hyping up the crowd. Yeah. He's like, all right. I think that's what was the most fun part about it was the whole arena was cheering and booing, yeah. and like yeah. everybody was in it. It wasn't a bunch of suit guy, businessmen, people <laughs> that go there and sit with their legs crossed and. <laughs> Eat popcorn by one, popcorn by one, and <laughs> yeah, it was we just eat popcorn by the handful. Yeah, exactly. we need a couple of people that dive their whole fist in and shove popcorn. Mm. Yeah, just full fist in it in their mouths. Exactly. So anyway, <laughs> um, um, well, I, I was glad you brought up Arsenal, though. I forget which one of us brought it up. You did. I, oh, okay. Well, I'm glad I brought him up because that reminds me. Uh, in other Canucks news, Luke Shen. Probably won't be a Canuck by the next episode we record. Or, or by the time this comes out. Yeah, you know, it, it kind of got... Report, so he got benched against Nashville and then actually sent home on a flight for trade-related reasons. Right. There's a lot going on with him because his wife is also like nine and a half months pregnant right Yeah, now. that's the crazy part. So they're, they're trying to negotiate all this. He even asked the Canucks, which I, I find sad. He asked them before. He's like, hey, if you're going to trade me... Can you just do it a while before the deadline so we have time to like settle our family down and everything because we have a lot going on? Mm. And the trade deadline's in like a week and a half and they haven't traded him yet. And now mm. they're sending him home because they might trade him. It just, yeah. it, giving him the whole rigmarole. Yeah, which sucks. And Real I classic. I really like Shen. But the reason I bring up Arsenal is because Shen is pretty well the only other guy that could throw hands other than like Dakota Joshua sometimes. Hey, JT so. Miller, team fighter, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I think he had a fight, like, last year. No, he's fought this year. Oh, yeah, he had one or two. Yeah, Not that he's someone you're really that afraid of, though. Arsenal, yeah. like, again, maybe not the best hockey player. He would scare the shit out of guys yeah. on the ice, though. <laughs> yeah. He'd pump a guy. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, Luke Shen, I think it's good as gone. He's, he's uh, a UFA at the end of this year. Some team is going to pay to get this guy to play some bottom six minutes. And he is a bottom six D man on a Stanley Cup winning team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And a good one, though. Yeah, he'll, yeah. he'll get moved for sure. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought up the fact that uh, he sat out the last game because we ought to talk about oh, that game. Oh, boy. The you Canucks, know what? There are some things I want to talk yeah. about. Go ahead. Andre Kuzmenko, that guy is breaking out as a bit guy. of an all star. This like, is where you're going with this. We get to talk about the last game the Canucks played, and you want to focus on how good Andre Kuzmenko is? Well, it was yeah, I feel the like natural this, I feel like there's something coming here that I'm that, that's gonna like hit me in the face later when I'm not expecting it. Okay, oh. Andre Kuzmenko, <laughs> the banana man. Yeah, he had a fantastic game. I mean, yeah, banana, yeah, and, that, banana and Pepsi. That uh, was it. The tip in he had at the uh, with like. 30 yeah. seconds left. Yeah. That yeah. was incredible. Yeah. Right. Like th th this guy, like he really is breaking out as an offensive powerhouse. And it's so exciting to see the trajectory he's headed in because like if this team gets better at the rate that we hope that they do, this guy could be, you know, still in his prime when they're a good team and he could be a big part of it. Y you know what else is crazy about you mentioned his trajectory because yeah, he looks like a really good player. 
And then he gets healthy scratched like once every two weeks. And I think to myself, wait, what? what's happening here? Well, I think also his defensive game needs development. And yeah, I, I think talk sure. it's big on that. So that's a good we'll point. Because he also got moved up and down the roster a ton. Oh, yeah. He was on the third line a whole bunch. Like yeah. he's, been, he's been all over the place. But clearly he belongs playing with Elias Patterson, though. Yeah, playing with the, the better players for sure. And yes. he will, right? But it's just a matter of time until yep. they figure out how they're going to utilize him and, and better use, utilize him. Yeah. I, I got to talk about one other player from that game, though. And that's Tyler Myers, who, and, and I don't say this lightly, may have had the worst game of his entire career as a Canuck. Oh. It was, it was genuinely oh. horrible. So how many goals did the Preds score just in regulation? Was it four? Was it four? four? Yeah. Two of them, he was behind Colin Delia in the net. One of them, he was trying to learn how to skate. Oh my! By the blue line, I don't even understand what that was. It was like he tripped on the blue line, kind of got back up, then started falling the other. Like he looked like a deer on ice without skates, like just limbs flailing everywhere. He took up so much space, yet didn't manage to do anything with it. It's watching Tyler Myers that makes me wish I had taken playing hockey a little bit more seriously. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, damn, I really could have made it. (laughs) That's so funny because. I, okay, so I didn't watch that game, but I, I saw the comments on your TikTok after the game. And it was like, oh, Tyler Myers had the game of his career. Like, he was so good. Yeah, they were all ironic comments. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were legit. I was like, oh, he had a good game. That's good for him. No, nope, nope. he had a good tank game. No, people were, like, commenting, like, Myers for GM yeah. and stuff. <laughs> like, this guy's the greatest ever. Yeah. Well, watch him have, like, an amazing post-career career in hockey. You know, I couldn't, I can't visualize that. Like he's not, (laughs) (laughs) well, I mean like there's a ton of players that you think really like that guy went into management and like, look at the GM of the San Jose Sharks, right? Like he was a grinder. I think his name's Mike Greer. Right? Yeah. Like there's a ton of players here. Like what the hell? You know, what's disappointing. Yeah. But his whole family is G or they're, they're, they're all GMs. His dad was a GM. Oh, his, yeah, okay. his brother is a GM in the NFL. Like, yeah, it okay. just, so it makes oh, sense. So but I, I see what Jake means. Like, you look at, like, all of, like, the analysts and stuff like that. Like, they weren't, like, big names, but they had big names after, like, their career was done. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be funny, actually, if he became a GM, but, like, in the NBA. To, yeah, right? <laughs> it's just, like, so, I know how to be tall. <laughs> on, on this note, like, of, like, talking about no, ex-players having, you know, careers after hockey... Do you remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about who would make a really good tandem for play-by-play? Yeah. And I brought up Shane O'Brien. And you were like, yeah. Shane O'Brien, what a random name. Yeah. Have you not seen his podcast or clips from, from his web show or whatever? I, I like don't seen, know if I have. He does stuff with yeah. like Pat McAfee, right? Yeah, yeah. He's super funny. And that's why his name popped into my head. He was like, why the fuck did I think of Shane O'Brien? But that's hmm. why. If you haven't seen it, you should, you should look it up. He's well-spoken. He's funny. He's engaged. He's obviously informed that's interesting so anyway there's just like a ton of players that i think would be good doing color commentating or whatever that we kind of glance over just before we go on i'm gonna get alex to play this because this is the play we were talking about that myers had where he was like stumbling all over the place this led immediately to a goal by by the way for nashville that was a cool trick (laughs) like he's like backwards forwards on his stomach just swinging his stick around flat on the ice oh jesus how much longer after that (laughs) did the goal actually get scored because i I should be honest i 20 seconds i was close i didn't get to see the game i was working but i did see the highlights obviously but i didn't see that in the highlight package which is kind of funny yeah it was like he did that he allowed the preds into the zone 
they took a shot that didn't go in, and then they got the rebound, made you a play tell out of it, and then they scored. Like, there was a missing defenseman. Like, he was out of position. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But then the but biggest thing was that on two separate goals from that, he also caused them because Delia was trying to back into his net, and Myers was behind him yeah. for reasons unbeknownst to me. I, I, I don't get it, but that, that, was, that was quite interesting. You know what? I feel bad for Tyler Myers. I think He makes next, $6 million a year, I man. I think you next not. episode... All we talk about is how good Tyler Myers and the only good things that he did. So are we taking next week off? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can't. We took last week. Like off. What if what if Tyler Myers is what if he runs <laughs> Vancouver Boys memes and he's just our <laughs> biggest fan? Wow. It's just his only way to get back yeah. at me. <laughs> like he's just he our takes biggest a lot of fan. focus at Alex, actually. Yeah. Maybe maybe <laughs> yeah. he's a fan. You know what, Tyler Myers? We appreciate you. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Ty, like, you know what, though? Right now I do. Because everyone has now nicknamed him Tank Commander Myers. <laughs> and I, it is the perfect name. Because it's true. You watch him and all the time it's like, oh my God, this guy is actually trying to lose. He yeah. has the lowest hockey IQ of any player I've maybe ever seen ever. Well, I mean, like, even if you look at the stats from that game, like, the Canucks outshot the Preds 39-26. The hits were fairly even, right? Like, they, it, it was a game that it looked like the Canucks should win, and they didn't. They scored yeah. four goals, right? Like, oh, yeah. I, I watched part of that game, and yeah. the difference in that game was Tyler Myers and Colin Delia. Yeah. yeah. Also, another thing, like, because I'm a little bit more informed in the Preds, like, it was not their big names contributing, right? Like, their goal scorers were Phil Tomasino. Yeah, didn't right? one guy Colin get his Smith. first goal of the season or something? Uh, Yeah, Philip Tomasino. Yeah. Yeah, that was his um, first goal of the season. I know, Whoa, dude. Hey, that's tough. Dude, <laughs> the no Don't team worry, knows how gonna, to underdevelop talent <laughs> like the Nashville oh, Predators. They're gonna wave them pretty soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seattle <laughs> pick Don't them up. Don't worry. Lead the tough. league in goals. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> like I said, no team knows how to underdevelop players like the Nashville Jeez. Predators. Can't wait to see how Joachim Kemmel flops. <laughs> anyway, so I just want to bring up something real quick. You were talking about how Tyler Myers is basically Team Tank. Yeah. Tank Commander, yeah, Tank Commander, Tank Commander Myers, two nickname. You know who is? <laughs> you know who is doing the exact opposite right now? Andre Kuzmenko, no, Patrick fucking Kane. Yeah, yeah, oh this God. guy's on a fucking. He is here. Okay. Yeah. Well, he he, he got, wants out. He, he got, wants yeah. out so bad. He has three points tonight against Dallas, the team yeah. that's trading for or trying to trade for. Yeah, him. yeah, one of them. Yeah, so they're beating Dallas four three right now. They. He had one point last game, four points a game before that, and two goals a game before that. Like Jesus. the man, the man is on a mission to make uh, Chicago not get last pick. That's probably like him trying to get out early. He's like, I'm, I'm gonna make this team so good. Yeah. You better trade me now. Well, he's probably choked because yeah. he was like, he was supposed to go to the Rangers instead of Kuzmenko. Yeah. 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 And uh, uh, oh, sorry. Well, well uh, now there's rumors that apparently they're still in on him. Like they're trying to make some cap moves yeah. to make it work. That would be insane. Yeah, and you know what? Crazy. I kind of hope they do, and I hope it's a three-way trade involving the Canucks because no, 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 <laughs> not to acquire. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I gotta. I realize how that sounded. Yeah. Not to acquire Kane. I hope it's a three-way trade like the one we saw so we with, with, the with Ryan yeah with Ryan O'Reilly <laughs> how basically we do we do acquire Patrick Kane for like four seconds and then we trade him to the Rangers but in exchange we take like half his salary 
Oh, yeah. or something. I thought you were going to say, so we get Max Domi. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake, no, man, no. that ship has sailed. <laughs> we, we don't have Horvat anymore. We can't Doesn't pair them matter. together. Still going after Domi. Oh, it's yeah. a four-way trade. We do, we acquire both of them, and then we trade Domi to the Islanders. <laughs> so they yeah. can finally be together. Oh, God. But, yeah, Chicago's on a three-game win streak right now. Uh, hey, that's awesome. Yeah, that's they, might, they might win a fourth tonight. <clears throat> well, they were also down by three goals early in that game, and they've come all the way back to be leading at 4-3. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, he's really showing that, like, he has not lost a step. No, apparently. Well, that's funny, though, because for a long time this season, it looked like he had. Yeah. But, like, I remember when we went to the game in uh, Vancouver, uh, and all four of us were there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and he, that. he did not look very good. He kind of no. sauntered around, took a couple of wristers that all went well, wide. That, that was also a weird game, though. That was the first game that Tockett was the coach. The whole crowd was just weird that game. That was, that was maybe the only game I've ever been to where the Canucks won, and at the end of the game, no one was cheering. It was just like the weirdest yeah, atmosphere yeah. that yeah, I've, I've sure. ever been a part of. Didn't like it. Uh, and this isn't really news, but I wanted to bring it up because it's it's – an idea that I had, okay? And it's kind of Canucks, like... Scary thoughts. Canucks tangent related. So, you know how people, like, rewatch TV shows and stuff? Like, one, I know me and you have rewatched the Suits. Yep. Like you go watch Suits, you oh, wait yeah. a few months, and then you start watching Suits again from exactly. the beginning. It's, yep. You know? I'm sure we've all had shows we've rewatched. Why is there no service, like a streaming service for sports games to do that? Like rewatch old games or old playoff series. It's probably an issue to do with like rights. Well, figure yeah. figure the rights out because <laughs> here's <laughs> so figure out might be rights. a slogan somewhere. <laughs> Leafs fans can just watch some stuff and bounce yeah. in the first round every year. Yeah, the, <laughs> year the most year. watched game would be 2013 Game Seven. Like, yeah, I'd watch that again. Oh my god, I would love to rewatch that game. See, but the more we think about this, there's going to be tons that we'd think, oh yeah, I'd rewatch that. And and the reason I bring this up is because right now, I think I might have mentioned this before. I've never watched Star Wars before. I've never been a Star Wars guy. My girlfriend is a Star Wars nerd, like a huge one. So she's got me watching all these old Star Wars movies. And I told her, I was like, okay, we'll do that. But I found on YouTube, apparently every single game from the Canucks versus Blackhawks round one in 2011 is on YouTube. Hmm. So I made her a deal. I was like, okay, for every couple episodes or every movie of Star Wars we watch, we're going to watch one game from that series. And we've been doing that. The only thing that sucks is it's the American feed and they are crazy homers. But it's so fun. Like there's players that I forgot existed. There's a guy named Oreskovich. I've never heard of this guy, but he's played for the Canucks in every single game so far. And we're on like game four. Really? Yeah. I I'd be more interested in who played for the Blackhawks because that's when they were the eight seed in 2011. Uh, Duncan they Keith. Yeah, yeah. Well, Brian well, they, Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> Brian <laughs> Campbell. Also, Brent this would have been... Wow. Because I think 2011 was the season right after they had to get rid of Ladd and Bufflin. It was. Yeah. 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 So there'd be a bunch of weird... Like, a, um, I think Chris Versteeg might have been That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, he's there. Yeah. Corey Crawford is a rookie. Yeah. Was he the goalie, though? Rookie? Yeah. Because it wasn't Anti Niemi the goalie they had in 2010? Uh, so, yeah. Might have been, yeah. 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 Yeah, that'd yeah. be an interesting team to Actually, watch. Actually, Anthony Niemi used to be my Facebook profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is the story there? <laughs> so red. I don't know. Welcome to I the biggest goof of the week. I loved Patrick <laughs> Kane growing up, so. So you so went with like, Anthony ah. Niemi? Yeah, well, I just watched a bunch of their stuff, and I just liked the way he played. Uh, Niemi played, too. All right, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. But I guess, I guess what I'm trying to get down to is that I think the – 
the NHL needs to find a way to work on something like this. I think it would be a great way to grow the game. I think it will re-engage fans that are like me that don't have good teams right now. And it can help bring new fans in because you almost get that like comfort of re-watching yeah. things, right? I'd love to watch Preds games from before I was a Preds fan. Yeah, Just exactly. Get, like, that context. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was kind of the same. Like that's that's what it is for Jess because she's a Canucks fan now, but she didn't see when they were good. You know, she's getting to see that now. It was like dur even during COVID, they showed some of the Canucks games from the 90s, right? Like from when my parents were watching them in the cup run. That was cool to watch now because I've mm -hmm. seen the highlights, but you don't get like emotionally attached to it because you hadn't seen the games. Mm -hmm. This is really cool. I I've really enjoyed doing this and I'd recommend it to anyone. Also, it's yeah. probably a lot more fun to watch because you know how it ends. <laughs> Whereas like, yeah, if I it was the 2012 first round, you might be less inclined to watch it. That's <laughs> that the other thing is I'm trying to figure out like, okay, where do I stop watching like you know do i do i just cut it off at bx's overtime goal against the sharks oh they have their entire cup run i think so it, they had a lot of games i'd love to watch game seven of the uh, chicago against Sh chicago yeah yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't don't the canucks go up early and then chicago comes back forces overtime and then whoa, they win whoa. overtime oh don't ruin it for me oh okay yeah man dude uh, this was spoiler, over 10 years ago spoiler, 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 spoiler. I, I don't <laughs> remember I haven't seen that. it since but what I what I do remember is that that Chicago series, the Canucks go up three games to nothing, yeah, and then drop three in a row. We went yeah. up three nothing. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Like it looked like we were just it, people thought they were just going to blow the team up right then, mm -hmm. and yeah. then yeah, they trade everyone mid playoffs. I was ten <laughs> years much. old. That's fucked. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, there's stuff that like I was only a couple years older. Like, there's there's things I did not remember. Yannick Hansen was a fucking beast yeah. i had no memory of that mm. yannick hansen through the first three games is the canucks best player other than maybe luongo who was a player no he's a goalie but it, it's were chris it's higgins crazy. and maxime lapierre on the team yep they were heads. higgins lapierre higgins was a deadline they pickup they both were uh yeah lapierre was too that's yeah. right but yeah great they, deadline pickups oh my god aaron right. rome didn't come in until game three because he was suspended for the last two games of the regular season plus the first two games of the playoffs that checks out. Yeah. Oh, it's, and it's exactly Ostrovich what you think. Guy. Just came in high hit from behind. Yeah. Like just typical classic Aaron Rome. Mm -hmm. You know what I miss? Aaron Rome? No. Uh, I don't remember what it was called, but they would like follow teams that were going to like the winter classic. Oh, oh the like behind the scenes. Yeah. Thing. It was, I think it was called, it called Road to the Winter Classic, wasn't was it? it? Maybe. They did one about the Canucks when they but had the like, Heritage Classic. Yeah, but it's here. like, it's like uh, the NFL, they have, uh, I think it's called Hard Knocks. No, I, I don't know. Maybe it was called like the 30 for 30 on road. To the I don't know, but I miss that. I miss seeing like the behind the scenes stuff and like, like imagine like the Canucks having one this year, just about the whole shit show that went on. Well, the being Leafs, able to see what happened behind. Yeah. Well, the, the yeah, that would be interesting yeah. to see the lead up to Boudreaux getting fired yeah. and like them and the way they reacted. I, I feel to that like the Canucks wouldn't even let that get yeah. out. Canucks the, cage raging the, in the dressing room. Yeah, right. Yeah, the the civil war. Yeah. Uh, but no, the uh, the Leafs they had like some documentary last season. Oh, I do uh, remember that. Oh yeah, yeah it was. Oh, I forget the name. It of It was done by Amazon. Though. Yeah, it's Amazon yeah. special. I never watched. Yeah, it. Yeah, it had some name that everyone was making fun of because it was something about like the something to victory, and then the, everyone was just like blanking out victory. Like yeah, I, I, I forget won what, anything exactly. It, it was something like that. And then, okay, I think the last piece of Canucks news we have time for, a headline came out this week that really intrigued me. It was that teams were calling on JT Miller. This is basically the last chance we have to move him before his full no-move clause kicks in. 
And the headline read something interesting to me. Said this may be the Canucks' last chance to deal JT Miller for a profit. And you look at that with a guy who's about to start an eight-year contract on a team that's going into what is basically a rebuild, and you think, how is he not already gone? You know, how, how is it that this team is thinking, no, he's part of our core? If there's a team willing to take him and we don't have to pay for it, I, I don't understand the logic behind keeping him at all. Okay, I got a, I got a question for you. Okay. So you just, uh, you just put out this TikTok. Um, Reacting to a Canucks Army post where you were for JT Miller. So like... No, no, no. I didn't say I was for him. I, I said that Ooh. the Canucks should trade him. But I said that that would be the best thing for the Canucks and for JT Miller. Okay, okay. That, that's all I said. All right. I but, can't see any team being interested in JT Miller. The oh, Rangers. The, <laughs> yeah. The, apparently the Hurricanes had, had had called on him. That just doesn't make sense. Yeah, well, that, think about it this way. Rod Brandenburg. Th- think about it this way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> JT Miller. They're just kidding. They're going to do that and then put him on LTIR. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. No, it's all good. JT Miller is still an elite talent, right? Yes. He he can be. Right. He and can so be. if you're a team at the deadline who doesn't have a lot to move, but you can acquire an elite talent, you might that might be the tipping point. That might be what makes your team win a cup. But then it's just like that's eight years of a locker room, a well known locker room mm, cancer. Okay, I wouldn't so say, here's the thing. I wouldn't say that. So here's what you need to, to weigh though. What's more important to you? Nine years of JT Miller or a cup? And also, if you're the Carolina Hurricanes, you got Rod Brendamore who don't take nobody's shit. You got guys like Brent Burns in that dressing room who yeah. carry a yeah, backpack full true. of knives to every game. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, did, did, you guys, there was like a documentary on it. It's crazy. <laughs> well, like, I mean, it checks out. That. The guy and looks like, like he goes hunting before every yeah. game. Like an so episode like, of Forensic Files? What were you watching? <laughs> I don't remember. But... Uh, this man is a psychopath, so I wouldn't be messing with him. Like, there, there's some no. leadership on that team with Jordan Stahl and yeah, and yeah, other guys true, that man. that can put JT Miller in his place. But that's not really what I think it is. I think it's just culture. Like, if a team has the right culture, JT Miller will thrive. <laughs> I've said this about JT Miller for years now, right? Like, the reason why it isn't working for him in Vancouver is because the Vancouver franchise is weak. They do not have a strong culture. They never have. Yeah. yeah. And he needs to be a part of a team that's got a set, strong culture. Like, I think if he went to Vegas, he'd destroy it, right? Like, yeah. if, But if he went to Tampa Bay, he would, you know, put that team over the edge. Yeah. If, if he, he went to it, New York, yeah. Any of the teams he's already played for, he'd do great. Yeah, basically. I'm trying to think, who has the best culture? Pittsburgh Penguins. I was going to say, yeah, it's got to be like Pittsburgh or Washington. Like, you, you have to think about the leadership on that team. Yeah. Crosby, Latang, Malkin, right, See, right away. The only reason why I would maybe disagree is just because I know they've had a lot of injuries. They've had a lot of adversity. Um, there's, but there's that just, creates culture, though. Yeah, I was going to say that. Right? that that's part of it. That's when guys step up. You know, the, the only other one, at least recently, that I would argue has maybe a better culture would be like Tampa Bay. Right, just because they've had so much success recently. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe L.A. L.A. Really? Yeah. Because I think Doughty. Well, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. He's a bit of a so of an ass. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like if you win, you create culture. Yeah. Think well, about they, who's they won kind of go hand in hand, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like how people say, "Oh, you won because of luck." Well, you create your own luck, yeah. right? That that's the same. You don't just get good culture because you're winning. They feed into each other. So Canucks need Cindy Crosby. 
Put it in the books. Yeah, that that was what Emma said, wasn't it? That was her Schmidt take. Was we needed to acquire either Sidney Crosby yeah. or Alex Ovechkin. That was How about both? Save this team. <laughs> or maybe they just get another generational talent. The easy way. That's good. Adam Fentilli. <laughs> Matt hey, Vaymichkov, hey, first dude, overall. I would not complain a bit about Fentilli. That would be a sick addition. I, I, probably, I, I, would, I would join if we the had team. The first, yeah, we had the first pick. overall pick. Would, <laughs> okay, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But like if first we, and second, we if, take if we pick, and if we picked second and we got Fintilli, great. You are not going to hear one word of complaint out of me. What if we picked second and took Mitchkov? The thing is, Mitchkov has that contract in the K. But we have and, a team full of Russians. And we do. Mitchkov would be a good fit. You'd think so, but I've also seen reports that apparently he's had meetings with NHL teams, like pre-draft meetings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they haven't gone too well. Ah, he's like, another nail Yakupov. Yeah, a little bit. Like, yeah. he's got not only a bit of an attitude, apparently he's kind of said, like, oh, I do like it in Russia. Yeah. Like, he's not for sure coming Maybe over Maybe he's here. trying to leverage them in some yeah. way. I'm sure he Who is, knows? but that that's what's scary about Russians, right? That was why Pod Colson slipped as far as he did. He was probably going to go, like, sixth or seventh. But he slipped a bit because there's always that worry that what if they just never even come over? He should have slipped more. Yeah, he really hasn't no lived up to tenth overall. So well, he's doing years. okay. He's doing no, okay. He's an AHL mm-hmm. player right now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll so I think that's enough for Canucks news. Yeah, I've week. had enough of this conversation. Yeah, yeah. We have had like an hour of Canucks news. Yeah. 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 Well, hey, hey, gotta... hey, we're at fifty three minutes, and we'll edit some out, so we'll get down to like fifty, 50. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that. I got to dip out, so that's all for me. Uh, well, good to have you. You're here for the important part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good old Canucks talk. Hell yeah, and Patrick Kane. We didn't really get to talk about the Blues and what the hell's going on there, though. <laughs> Ryan yeah. O'Reilly's traded, and his line got 13 points last night. <laughs> what? Yeah. 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 Also, for whatever reason, the Blues are in on Timo Meyer. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah that makes random. no sense at all. They trade Man. Tarasenko. They trade O'Reilly. You know what? Let's bring in Meyer. We're cup contenders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's Meyer's contract again right now? I think he's only got a year left after this one. Yeah. Oh, or, or, oh wait, or who is it? The, the Sharks signed Hurdle. last year to like a monster. Con- oh, it's yeah. Hurdle. That's Tomas Hurdle. Yeah. I remember like that because me and Jake were at a bubble tea place that was nearby here. Yeah. And I remember I saw it come up on my phone and I looked at Jake without showing it to him. And I went, hey, Jake, what do you think is the worst contract in the <laughs> NHL? And he kind of pondered it for a minute. He gave a few answers. I turned around and showed him the phone. He was like, holy shit. That's it. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is the worst contract in the NHL. Probably is now. Probably. Anyway, we got to let Tyler go to work. Yep. We got to take a break before the second half. Yeah. Mm. So we'll see you on the other side right after another word from our sponsor. Right after another word from our sponsor. I, it seems they, weird. They, if, like, it, it's yeah, weird I when I like throw you, it to myself. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't right. like it. Say it again. Yeah, okay. Right after another word from our sponsor. This week's episode and every episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast has been brought to you by Beaver Buzz Energy. Thank you so much, Beaver Buzz, for supporting the boys. We here in Vancouver Boys Studios are all Beaver Buzzing. We'll be right back, except for Tyler. Ciao. Every night I've been going to the gym after work, and so I get home and I'm just fucking gassed. It's tough, though, because, like, I'll get off work at 9, and then the gym closes at 10. So I have to, like, peel there, <laughs> and then I work out for, like, 45 minutes, and then they turn off the lights at 10. <laughs> so, like, last night, I was in there, and at 10, I, like, wasn't watching the time. The or It was 9.59 when, like, the girl that works there comes up, she's like, hey, you know, we close at 10, and I was like, oh, shit. I get off the machine. 
I run towards the locker room and the fucking lights go out. I turn my <laughs> flashlight and walk through the gym. You're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. That's her name. Don't wear it out. Man, we got to sign this guy to a six by six. Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC Saros is the best goalie in the NHL. And welcome back to the second half of the Marcus and Alex show where Jake sleeps on the couch and me and Alex keep talking. Luke Shen. Oh, this is very loud. I'm two, right? Uh, yeah, you should be two. Yeah, why is Jake so loud? Yeah, Jake's is Wait, no, no, whoa, 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 whoa. No, you can't be down there. You can't be down there. Not down there. You got to be at least. You got to be at least where I am because I, I talk oh, probably it's my the loudest. Headphones that are really loud. Oh yeah, th- that one has like the independent volume yeah. control or something on it. Yeah. Welcome to the second half of the Vancouver Boys podcast. We had a great break. We had a fantastic break. I had a nap. <laughs> that me and Tyler made, or Tyler, me and, me and Alex made dinner plans for Friday. Marcus oh, yeah. is taking me on a date. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Several other men. Tyler went to work, so Tyler's no longer here. Tyler's at work. Sorry. So we are dedicating the rest of this episode to him. Yeah. Hopefully on Friday he goes to work, listens to this, and decides (laughs) to I need to quit. I need to (laughs) reevaluate. Yeah, he's going to become a full-time podcaster. We're just going to be special guests once a week. He's going to make an episode every day. Twisted Tyler podcast. Yeah. It's been a while since Twisted Tyler's come out. Yeah, it has, hasn't Mm -hmm. it? Too long. Twisted Tyler's kind of just evolving into the goalie, I feel like. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I told him from the beginning he should have gotten Twisted T-wrapped pads, like everything. <laughs> Maybe if they paid for it, they never would. Yeah. Well, I'll, well, I'll, 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 I'll reach out to yeah. them. I'll reach out to Give them. I've got, I've got some pull. No, you don't. <laughs> I, could, I could create pull. Speaking of pull, we put a poll on our Instagram this week. That is a, that's P-O-L. Of- of oh. what people thought Luke Shen was worth. We did. And I'm curious. Are you guys surprised? Are we... Hang on. I got to... Just give me a second. I got to find the results of that. Basically, we asked people if they thought Luke Shen was worth a first, second, third, or something else. And the majority of people said he was worth a second. Um, following that, surprisingly, was first, then third, and then other. I think he's worth a second. So you agree with the majority of people? Yeah, that's what I voted for. I think that's a fair price for the guy. Okay. Okay, so just to be clear here, almost 50%. We got 49% of people picked the second rounder. Yeah. We had 34% picked a first rounder, and then the remaining, like, 15% was split between third and other. Yeah. So here's the thing. Here's why I think I didn't vote because I wanted to keep it, like, you know... um, I think he's worth a first because I think there is exactly one team that will pay that. And it's the Boston Bruins. Because not only could they really use him, their first is basically a second. That's why if I, they I, win the cup, but if yeah. they get swept in the or if they get bounced in the first thought, round, it's oh, like is that a how 20th. it goes now? I yeah. thought it was still like based on No, it's based on the like where you get knocked out in the playoffs. And oh. then, and after that, it's based on standings. So, like, the lowest pick they could possibly have if they win the President's Trophy would be the 24th, I guess. Right. 
But I guess also no one sees them getting knocked out in the first. No, round. yeah. So, so the the, yeah. the best it could possibly be is twenty fourth overall. With more realistically, it being somewhere in the high twenties to thirty range. Right. And the thing is, the Bruins are kind of like they're almost entering like last dance territory, where like they won their cup in twenty eleven. They've been to the finals two times since then, and they haven't won. Made they, the playoffs they, every year. Yeah. This this is not a team that's going to continue being good for very long. They kind of have one more chance with this core, and then they got to start looking yeah. at the future, right? They don't even have Pasternak signed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that that's why I think that they have to go all in this year. Mm-hmm. And I think that if there are a few teams that are all offering their second-round picks for Luke Shen, if there's one team that would come out and say, okay, fine, we'll give you our first, it would be Boston. I think there's uh, another team. Uh, I don't know. They just traded their first, but I would say Toronto would have given up a first for Luke Shen. That's possible, yeah, if they had not yeah. traded for O'Reilly, which we have to talk about as well. But. Well, yeah, we'll get to that later. But. But. But first. But first, but let me take a selfie. No, I have a song that's both better and worse than what you two are doing. Right oh my God. What? That sounded like the Gang of Style song. Uh, okay, well, this this can't get much worse, can it? That's right. Welcome to the biggest goof of the week. This is the it part of the show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about We totally that snubbed you. No, I'm really I know. Sorry, yeah. man. No, that's all good. That um, was not intentional. That was <laughs> yeah. just, I, I, I rambled I about the Canucks too much in the first half. half. Yeah. yeah, Guys, settle down. It's all good. What a goof. That's right. Yeah. Welcome to the biggest goof, goof of the goof, week. Goof, goof, this is the part goof. of the show where I go out and find a story that involves a player, coach, team, organization, whatever, what have you. I bring up the story with the guys. We chat about it. And this week, who is it? We, have, we have a reverse sweep. Ooh. That's right. You heard me correctly. We have a reverse sweep. How? What does that In mean? February. You know what a reverse sweep is. Do I? Yes. Oh, right. So that's when you, if you lose the first three games of a series, then you win the next four? Yes. Okay. It's when you basically go down 0-3 and then win the series in game seven. So right now, we just wrapped up the Women's Rivalry Series, which is oh. Team Canada uh. against Team USA in a best of seven. The U.S. went up three games to none in this series and then got reverse swept in Canada just one. On Wednesday, they won 5 nothing to win game seven and win the Rivalry Series. Uh, let's That's go, crazy. ladies. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't... I, I knew that the Canada had just played in the game seven. I didn't know who won. I didn't even really know what it was from. Actually, no, I didn't know it was the rivalry series. I did not realize it was a reverse sweep scenario. That's awesome. Way to go. And the the bigger thing that I think needs to be talked about is the woman who's come to be known as Captain Clutch, Marie-Philippe Pounet. Poon- sorry. <laughs> well, put some more respect on that name. It's, I don't know. It's Jake, can you say it? You speak French. Marie-Philippe Poulet. That was a lot of blood. That's what I heard too. You just have to start with it in like the back of your throat. <laughs> is that is that a I don't, Quebecois speaking right now? Okay, <laughs> I think that was racist. <laughs> Can't be racist. He speaks French. Exactly. Come on. I'm anyway, French. my point is, she scored a goal in Game Seven and just solidifying that Captain Clutch title. 
And it's really hard not I to I mean, they won 5 nothing. Yeah, but still, she scored in okay, the game. Wait, what were you going It's really hard not to say what? I almost called her Captain Crunch. Oh. <laughs> we also called her Marie-Philippe Punani, so... <laughs> Trying. It's it's 10 p.m. It's Wednesday. Yeah. I want to go home. You do this every week, though. We do. We do this to ourselves. Marie Philippe Poulin. Yeah. Gamer. An absolute gamer. Absolutely. That whole women's team is an absolute, like, you want to talk about dominant teams? Like, people talk about the men's Canadian team being a dominant, like, uh, national team. Yes. I think the women's team is almost better yeah. or more dominant. Well, they, w- women's team sports in Canada in general are just popping off right now yeah, yeah. the like, soccer team they just wicked. won gold at the olympics in like 2021 i guess which sport in soccer oh yeah soccer yeah. yeah i think gold they have every hockey gold except for the one that was in china a few years ago yeah for, for like the last 15 years yeah you know they yeah they're one, dominating one of my favorite hockey memories is in i think it was 2014 when the Olympics were in Sochi. Yes, I know exactly and, what you mean. Yeah, and the women were playing in the gold medal game, and it went to overtime. And during the Olympics, at our high school, we put the uh, coverage of the Olympics on a projector in our like cafeteria. God, I wish I could have gone to and, your school. <laughs> and uh, I remember at lunch, we all watched the the third period of the women's gold medal game. And the third, third block started at like noon or whatever. And on the PA... The uh, the uh, principal or principal or whatever he said, um, please excuse any students currently in the multi-purpose room. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. And so there was like a huge group of students all watching the game, and then it ended like five ten minutes into into third block or whatever. But yeah. still, it was awesome. It was really cool that like we all got excused late because we were watching a hockey game. <laughs> One of, uh, I, I, I'm sorry to go off track, but I got to tell this story now. So my grandpa was a principal for elementary schools. That was what he did pretty well his whole career. And uh, he was a principal back when the Canada versus Russia series was like a bit, or sorry, it was the Canada Cup. It was the Canada Cup, which at the time was like outside of, the NHL, it was the biggest hockey tournament in the world. And it was kind of extra fueled because of the Russians and all that stuff. But my grandpa uh, set up two, uh, I think he told me they were uh, like 18-inch TVs in the gym. One under one basketball hoop and one under the other one. Called the whole school out of class and welcomed them all into the gym to watch the game. So he split the whole school into two. Each of them just watched one TV on either side of the gym. Apparently, he was getting calls from parents. Some were, like, really happy about it. And were like, oh, thanks. This is awesome. We're really happy that you did this. And other ones that were like, oh, what are you doing pulling kids out of school to watch TV? You know, they can watch TV at home, all that stuff. But uh, he, he said it was one of his better moments from, from being an educator. He said he loved that he got to do that with the kids. Shout out to you, Grandpa. I would give him a gold star for that. I think I would as well. I guess we'll have to see who Alex gives his to. I'm sorry. It's not going to your grandpa. What isn't? How did you have that much air in your lungs? 
I'm a swimmer. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Anyways, uh, gold star this week. Uh, I got two gold stars to give out this week. Uh, one kind of, I just wanted to shout this person out, and then one legitimate one. So the first one goes to Marcus. Me? For hitting his first bet. Oh. That <laughs> quadrupled, quintupled his money. I think uh, I'll let him take over and maybe explain it a little bit. So it was quite crazy. Okay, well, yes, I have over the last few weeks gotten into some sports betting. And uh, one site I happened to have a $20 credit on. I decided, you know what? Go big or go home. Let's see if I really have what it takes to make it as a full-time sports better that does not have another career. And uh, I decided, here's what I'm going to do. So this was for the Canucks versus Rangers game, which Alex was at, too. So we, was that game. we had a pretty good live group chat going yeah. during that game. Uh, so I put $20 on the Rangers to score more than three goals, or sorry, three goals or more. Uh, Zabinijad had to score a goal. Uh, Zabinijad also had to have three points. JT Miller had to take three shots on net, and Tarasenko had to have one assist. And everything hit except for... Uh, Zabinijad shot, I believe, until the very last shot of the game. Right. And and before we go on here, I want to say that this is where it got interesting because Alex also had some money on that game yeah. on Panarin to get a hat trick. Yes. And at this point, he'd had two goals. Yeah. The net is empty. And at this point, Zabinijad has two shots. So yeah. basically only one of our yeah, things one of the can best come is true. Hit. And so I'm thinking, oh, no, Panarin has two goals. Of course, Zabinijad's just going to feed Panarin. Like, it's over for me. And he did. He did pass to Panarin. Panarin missed the open net, rung the puck all the way back around the rink to Zabinijad. And then by this point, Panarin was covered. So Zabinijad had to shoot, which won me my bet. Yeah, it was quite (laughs) crazy. It was very sad, but at the same time, I knew Marcus had money on it. So it it was pretty cool to watch and see. Yeah, it, it, it was pretty cool. To I made fifteen times my money back. Jesus Christ! So that was, that was pretty exciting. <laughs> that was pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, but I think the the real gold star this week should go to the Eastern Conference, uh, wild card spot two. So right now the Wait. Florida Panthers are in the second wild card spot at sixty four points. There are six teams. Within six points of the Florida Panthers. Oh, wow. It is an absolute bloodbath over in the Eastern Conference for that last wild card spot. And I think it's going to be so much fun to watch that coming down to the wire. Because you got Florida, you got Pittsburgh, Detroit, Washington, Buffalo, and Ottawa. All fighting for that last spot. I mean, I wouldn't count the Flyers out either. They're only two points behind the Senators. Yeah, that's true too. Uh... They don't have as many games in hand, but yeah, they're only uh, eight points back from uh, that wild card spot as well. Uh, but yeah, just like that close of a race with a bunch of fun teams. Like you've got the old teams, you've got Pittsburgh, you got Washington in there, and then you got the young teams that want to make a name for themselves. You got Ottawa, you got Buffalo, you got Detroit. Like this is going to be so fun to watch coming down to the wire. And like fans of those teams, like every yeah. game is going to be a nail biter. Like. 
all exciting. Yeah. And like you can't ask for anything more than meaningful games in the yeah. back half of the season. Yeah. But Buffalo agreed. literally has five games in hand with only, then f- they're only four points. Holy back. shit. Yeah. You're yeah. right. Like That's it, it's crazy. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. The, the other thing that I think is interesting is that this is basically just a race for wild card spots. Because if you look above that, it is an eight point gap between the top wild card spot and third place in either of the divisions. Yeah. So they, basically this is about, what did you say? Four teams, five teams, six teams, six teams that are fighting for two spots. This is going to be really entertaining hockey down the stretch. And it's probably going to impact some of these teams, like what they do at the deadline. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, because like you mentioned, the the top three spots in the Metro and the Atlantic are pretty well locked up. Yeah, they're they're decided. Yeah, it's just those wild card spots. That's okay. another thing is we have basically some playoff matchups that are almost set in stone, right? You have like uh, I think that there could, there could be movement in the Metro. It's unlikely. Yeah, in the Metro yeah. maybe, but the Atlantic, I'm, it's set up yeah. that Toronto is going to play Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, that'll that, be we've known that since November. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty likely, but now it's like, okay, it's happening. And this is like for Toronto, what a nightmare. You know, you, you're playing the team that eliminated you in seven last year. And if by some miracle you get past them, you have the Bruins in round two. Yeah. Like, well, I think a lot of people have said, like, it'd be very serendipitous if the first time <laughs> the Toronto Maple Leafs ever make it out of the first round since 2002, it's just to face the Bruins and then get swept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the Bruins look like a powerhouse. Toronto and Tampa, it's kind of like last year where you look at it and you're like, that's a nail biter. That could go either way. But, of course, common sense would dictate Tampa's going to win yeah. because it's Toronto strong, just yeah. will well, find a way to not win. I mean, I don't know. Toronto's making moves right now. And I think that should be the next thing we get into is it's it's trade season, boys. It, it is. is. It's it's coming up to the trade deadline. Not only one more episode. Anyone. We've only got one more episode before the trade yeah. deadline. Yeah, that's right. But we, we got to cover the trades that have already happened. Okay, yeah, because there's been some it. pretty big names that have been gone. What's the biggest one so far? Well, we'll start with the first one. The, the first domino, we'll say. Uh, which was the Tarasenko trade. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where Tarasenko and Nico Mikola, who is Tyler Myers reborn. <laughs> this guy's the tallest guy. Really? Oh, he's huge. Oh. Yeah, he's massive. He scored a goal uh, in the Rangers game that I oh, went so to. So he's nothing like Tyler Myers. Yeah, that is true. Like Logan <laughs> Stanley. Yeah. Uh, so Tarasenko and Nico Mikola uh, went to the Rangers for Sammy Blaze, Hunter Skinner, and a conditional first round pick. Going back to St. Louis. Okay. Uh, I mean, I love it for the Rangers. They get uh, another score. Uh, Tarasenko and Panarin are, are known friends. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's, it's, they didn't give up too much. I See mean, that? You put friends on the same team. What happens? They win. <laughs> That's why the Islanders need Domi. No, but uh, Sammy Blaze, I mean, he's a, he's a good player. Uh, I, I think he's still pretty young. Uh, I don't know anything about Hunter Skinner, but also the first round pick is nice for St. Louis because... They're obviously going through a little bit of a retool slash rebuild. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I got to bring this up. Sammy Blaze never scored a goal the entire time he was in New York. And then the first game he was back in St. Louis, he scored. Yeah, because he originally played for St. Louis, right? Yeah, he was drafted by St. Louis, played yeah. there. And then what's funny is he was one of the pieces in the Ryan O'Reilly trade, I believe, that brought Ryan O'Reilly to really? St. Louis. I believe. I, I will double check that, but mm. I believe he was no, one I, of the pieces. I, I, I believe it. I believe yeah. it. Well, speaking of Ryan O'Reilly, he was also dealt (laughs) for Uh, Sammy Blaze. No, he went to the Toronto Maple Leafs. 
uh, Ryan O'Reilly and Nico Acarsi. Uh, Acharsi? <laughs> Noel Achari. Achari. Oh, it's not Nico? No. Noel. Oh. How is Noel it spelled? Achari. I spelt it N-I-C-O, but that just might be oh, the okay, wrong Okay, okay. I thought you were... Uh, okay. No, no. I wrote this down, but autocorrect. Yeah. Uh, it's Noel sorry, Achari. I'm wrong. Okay. Sammy Blaze was traded to the Rangers oh. for Pavel Bushnevich. Oh, I do remember that in trade. In 2021. Um, okay, well, yeah. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly and Noel Akarsi. Achari. 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 <laughs> Dude, it, I love it. This when, running joke is, I, of him, how he can't pronounce anyone's name. I know. I love it. it. Just, he keeps doing it, it to himself. It is one of my favorite running jokes that we have on this podcast. Anyways. Yeah, they. I got it, though. O'Reilly to the Leafs. That That yes. is the big, important Wait, who was it? O'Reilly and who? Noel. Uh, Michael Abramov and Adam <laughs> Gaudet both what? went to. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. What was the other name you just said? Oh, sorry. My mic was muted. Uh, Michael <laughs> Abramov and Adam Gaudet both oh got traded God. back to. God. At least you got Adam Gaudet. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't like Gaudet. Hey. That's Canucks a legend, Adam Gaudet. <laughs> Oh man, uh, Canucks a legend who gave the whole team COVID. <laughs> whoa, whoa. He caused one of the biggest. He caused basically the biggest COVID outbreak in all of yeah. professional sports. You could almost, you could almost draw the collapse of the Vancouver Canucks back to Adam. Don't Kondak. don't say that, man. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not wrong though. You're <laughs> yeah, not, right. Well, here's the thing. That was in that COVID season where no one could yeah. go to any games. The Canucks were terrible that whole season. Yeah, actually, but no, no, I think this has more to do with the collapse of the Leafs. What? Because, because not a lot of people remember this. The Canucks sat out for almost a month yeah. in the middle of the season. The first game a back. Bunch of games. Yeah, first game Both back. of their games back, they beat Toronto. And then Toronto went on to lose to Montreal in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think that whole thing, domino effect that started by Adam Gaudet, who you made know? the Canucks all sick, and then they came back and the Leafs lost their confidence. And the joke lives. It, obviously, that season was like a really weird season. But one of my favorite things I remember from the end of that season was that the playoffs had started, and then the Canucks had a mini series with the <laughs> with the Calgary Flames. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Two yeah. games against yeah. them after, after the, the playoffs started. Yeah, yeah, and that was because that. they were out for that month. They yeah. had those games to make, and up. both those teams weren't in the playoffs. No, <laughs> no. So they had like a little mini series yeah. during the playoffs. Yeah, I think so I weird. think only one game overlapped, but yeah, was it? yeah, yeah. It was close but, enough that it was really goofy. Yeah, I, the biggest thing I remember about that season, which might seem weird, but which we covered on this podcast. Yes, well, funny <laughs> enough, our that's right. The whole origin of this podcast, episode one, yeah, was while the Canucks were out with COVID. Yeah, it like there was no Canucks hockey to talk about when we started a Vancouver hockey Seems podcast. Like a bad time to start yeah. a podcast. Oh, it was a terrible time. Yeah. But that was the whole thing was it was COVID and we were bored, right? Yeah, that's why sure. we, that's how it started. That's why my TikTok started is I couldn't mm-hmm. watch games with my grandparents anymore. I was like, I got to do something to make this entertaining because we're terrible. Mm-hmm. So I started making videos after every game. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, COVID. Almost two years. We fucked up the whole episode 100 on the two year anniversary mark though. Yeah. Of last week. Ah, it is what it is. Yeah. That, that's okay. But yeah, who would have thought? Who would have thought? We're... Coming up on episode 200. 100. Or 100, yeah. There you go. (laughs)
Math together. Stats guy over there. All right. Yeah. Back okay. to trade talk. Right. Back yeah. to. Sorry, Ab- sorry, sorry. What was it? Ab- Abramov? What did yeah. you call him? A Dame Gadoot. Abramov. <laughs> Dame Gadoot. Uh, Adam got that. <laughs> squeaky toy over there. Yeah, he sounds like the penguin from Toy Story. Dude, you gotta like just intentionally mispronounce last names. Just, just. You gotta make us guess what they are. (laughs) Are like you sure? (laughs) Well, it's not like you have to try, but like. (laughs) All right, all right. (laughs) Clearly I got to him. You're in his kitchen. Yeah, Yeah, I'm cooking. What's it smell like? It's heated. Beef. Beef? Was it beef? Uh, all right, moving on here. You guys ever watch Smosh? Yeah. No. You remember? Shut up. Yeah. You remember Beef and Go? Beef and Go. Yeah. It was like a tube of beef. <laughs> you could just eat on the go. That makes sense, though, if you think about it. It does. It's, it's not a bad marketing. I was never no. a YouTube kid. I didn't watch like YouTubers. I was a big was, YouTube kid. Yeah. Smosh was huge, though. They're like the that biggest big on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, Okay, so yeah, uh, Michael Avramov, Adam Gaudet, a first, a second, and a third. And then uh, Josh Pillar from Minnesota all went to St. Louis. Damn. Yeah, that's a we're building for the future. Yeah. Kind of trade. I'm actually kind of surprised that they were that valuable put together. Well, I mean, Ryan like, O'Reilly. Uh, oh, sorry, so it, again, the St. Louis Blues acquired a first, a second, and a third. And a third. And... Technically, it's three prospects. Godet is not them. a prospect. Yeah, no, but Godet is an AHL. He's a cap yeah. dump. Yeah, but either way, like that is a lot of assets to bring in for a, a guy whose contract, like he's in not much different of a position than Horvat, right? Just his contract's up at the end of the year, probably. Yeah, right. I, except O'Reilly's even older. I mean, it also could have just been a, a roster spot sort of deal. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But it's just, I, I am surprised they got that much for him. Yeah, but I mean, Ryan O'Reilly going to the Leafs, like that's a huge deal. That, yeah, for sure. That's Especially solidifying. he scored a hat-trick in his first game. No, second no, game. Yeah, that was like his third Sorry, or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, in the game, he scored his first game. Yeah, once he got the monkey off his back, yeah. that whole line of him, Tavares, and Marner had 13 combined points. That's crazy. Like, just insane. And if... Even well, that's also a crazy to. sounding line, though. Marner, right? O'Reilly, Tavares. That's crazy. Like, the way that they could set it up is they could have Austin Matthews, uh, William Nylander, and then uh, Michael Bunting as your first line. Then you got Marner, Tavares, O'Reilly as a second line. Yeah, that's an elite second line. And if they wanted to, they could run Matthews uh, first line center, Tavares second line center, and then Ryan O'Reilly third line center. Th- this reminds me of the beginning of the season when the Leafs first acquired Tavares, and they had, you know, Nylander was playing well, Marner was playing well, Matthews was doing good. Like yeah. They had all these guys. I think they had Kadri at the time still, too. And I'll never forget the Steve Dangle video where the first game of the season they went to the power play, and he said, like, one of the other fans was there and kind of knew who he was, I guess, and asked him, was like, who do you think they're going to put on the power play? And Dangle said he turned around and looked at him and just started laughing and went, whoever they want. <laughs> like, this team is just loaded with forwards. Yeah. Right? Like, they, they can use almost any grouping of players and they're going to be good. And that's kind of the Leafs seem to do that every year. They just add another good forward and then lose in the first round. Hear me up. What happened at the beginning of the season for the Toronto Maple Leafs? They were testing Mitch Marner on defense. They were, yes. For the power play. And for when they pulled their goalie. 
Now tell me Ryan O'Reilly, uh, a defensive specialist, could not play defense for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Just a thought. Just a thought. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. I don't know if he's fast enough, though. That's the thing. If you're like the last man back and you have the goalie pulled, you, you need to have a little bit of speed. Yeah, fair. But but I, I see your point, though. I could see your be, point. It could be a thing. Yeah. Uh, I think the weirdest part about this, however, is Minnesota being a part of this trade. This, yeah, this is what I brought up earlier with why I, I hope when the next big deal happens, the Canucks manage to like weasel their way in as like a third team to just take a cap I, dump because this is smart to me. They, take they didn't get what? anything. The Wild? Yeah. They got a fourth. They got a fourth round pick and they gave up a prospect. Yeah, and but they, took it Wait, they gave up a prospect? Yeah, yeah, but I don't think it was a very like... I mean, yeah, it wasn't anybody crazy. I think it was yeah, just like, the roster spot, really. There's still... I guess what I'm saying is there's still teams that are desperate enough that they will give the Canucks uh, a draft pick, like a good, decent draft pick in exchange for taking on money that we're not going to use this year anyway. Yeah. You know, I, I think that that is the right play for this team and where they are. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. But, yeah, a big trade, uh, one of the bigger fishes in the free agency market goes to the Maple Leafs. Uh, next trade, Tyler Mote uh, is going to... <laughs> well played. Oh, oh, thank you, thank you. Well played. Yeah, right when we thought we'd all forgotten yeah, about it. Lean into it, my friend. Uh, Tyler Mott gets traded back to the Rangers... Which is just hilarious. To yeah, me. don't know why. Like they could have just re-signed him in yeah. the off season. Yeah. What's his cap hit? Like eight fifty k. Yeah, pretty not much. A whole lot. Like no. they couldn't spare the change. Which, which is funny because the whole reason the Canucks dealt him last year was because he was saying he wanted three mil. Yeah. And Alvin was like, "Yeah, I don't think we can afford that," so they traded him, and then he took barely league minimum. That is league min, if it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is league min. No, league league min is seven fifty. No, I think I think it got. Moved did they? Up. Oh, did they no, up it? No, I think seven fifty is the league minimum for a player coming off of their ELC. Oh damn! I, I don't. Now you're going into technicalities. Yeah. I didn't even know existed. The, yeah, it's. But I think eight fifty is like UFA league min. Okay. Okay. Well, then, yeah, that that's what he took then. Well, yeah. So he gets traded back to the Rangers for Julian. This month, I might get wrong. Uh, Gauthier. Gauthier. <laughs> It was close. That was pretty close, at least. Yeah. Uh, Phonetically, you got it right. Yeah. If you sound like Siri would pronounce it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or like Google Maps. Or like Alex Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I would kill for a Google Maps Alex Smith voice. Yeah, Turn that, left on Lahid. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Logheed Highway. <laughs> it, it almost makes it easier to pronounce things kind of like that. Well, I, yeah, but you pronounce it wrong. Yeah, but it just makes it easier. Especially <laughs> when like you're Kevin spelling. from the office going, why say a lot word when few word do trick? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you understand him, though. He, the message gets across. It does. Uh, yeah, so him and a seventh round pick. Him. He didn't even try. <laughs> what do you want? Julian Gauthier. 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 There Gauthier. you go. Gauthier is him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You thought you were him? Nah, it's <laughs> not Julian Gauthier. <laughs> or Gothier. <laughs> yeah, I mean, going to playoff contender, he is a playoff guy. He. He. Mm. <laughs> I got to be honest, I don't know who he is. Tyler Mott. No, oh, I thought you were talking oh. about Julian Gauthier still. Oh, yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> he played, I'm pretty sure he was the uh, he. the third liner 
or uh, the third guy on the uh, kids line in the New York Rangers, oh, like okay. Kako uh, Lafreniere, and I think it was him. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, like Mott is an improvement then, because I, I like Mott. I've yeah. always liked oh, Mott. Yeah, Mott's a, a great hard guy. worker. Th- there was a reason that, despite his trade value, people wanted to keep him in Vancouver. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and in Ottawa, like he didn't have a fantastic season by any stretch of the imagination, but he's still a valuable player, and I think he he, he did well out there, and he filled the role that they they signed him for. Yeah. He's um, he's definitely a guy that can play up and down. Yeah, like if somebody gets injured, you can move him up. Yep. So, I, I it's adding more depth to a team that's already got a lot of depth. So yeah, they are really setting themselves up for a deep playoff run. Mm. The Rangers are going to be a tough team to knock out. And you want to talk about depth, hey? Yeah, Vesna winner. Mr. Shea Weber gets dealt. Vesna. Wait, hang on. Or Norris. No, not Vesna. Norris. <laughs> <laughs> Norris like, no way. This guy's resume is insane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Norris winner Shea Weber gets dealt for Dyson Mayo. Blockbuster trade. Yeah. Jake. Imagine showing that to someone like while Weber's in the finals two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he got traded for mayonnaise to Arizona. <laughs> yeah, I don't really see the point of it. Uh, I it's know some cap finagling. Yeah. That, that's he's all on LTIR, so that's why I don't understand it. Yeah. So maybe well, it's I think, a roster spot. No, I think what it is is they had to put Mark Stone on LTIR, and that might have caused problems. I'm not familiar uh, yeah, enough with the systems, but yeah, we can ask Tampa. Yeah, yeah. right. Spe- well, no, you can ask Vegas. This is the second year in a row that they've. Isn't this the third year well, in a row they've done this? It looks like Mark Stone might not even be ready for playoffs. Yeah, so. he's going through like another back surgery. Yeah, but like this is. Yeah, I don't know, yeah, man. Don't Th- know. This it one seems a, a little different to me. Okay. Yeah. Well, it just... It's but they tried. They yeah, tried to do it with whatever. same team... Yeah, okay. My my point is there's a lot of a lot of money laundering going on in the Jesus, NHL that's here. quite the accusation. Yeah, well, I mean it. <laughs> you also have no idea what you mean. <laughs> I, I know what I mean. Okay. This is, this is cap laundering. All right. Yeah. I'm trademarking that. Cap laundering. That's actually a, a clever little... I know. Yeah. I'm a little smarter than I look. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. no, but but seriously, I, I said, I think it even plays every time we come back from break that Tampa Bay was $18 million over the cap. <laughs> Three years ago. Yeah, yeah but, I but, still but I was going to say that was my argument was I said the league did nothing to stop it. Yeah. They're going to keep doing it. Teams will, this is going to become a strategy. Right? Yeah. Why did they change the rules in the lottery? Because Edmonton was just loading up on first, like one through three picks, right? And the NHL changed it because they were like, we don't want teams to build that way. If you don't want teams to succeed a certain way, you have to change the rules. Tampa Bay abused the rules so hard, and the NHL did nothing. So now other teams are like, oh, that that's a genius way to get eighteen million dollars of money we shouldn't have. Yeah. Into the playoffs, right? Well, abusing, that is cap laundering. Abusing the LTIR has been around for years. Like, remember John Michael Lyles? That no. guy had his, or it was him or Joffrey Lupel. I always get the two mixed up. I think it was John. I think it was was it Joffrey Lupel? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think it actually might have been both of them. Now that I think about it, but anyway, they had their careers ruined because of it. Yeah. Right. Like they were ready to play in the NHL, but it was it was a better move for the teams to keep them on LTIR yep. than it was to let them play hockey. And I think that's disgusting. That, that, the whole concept of LTIR needs to be reevaluated. I agree. No more cap laundering. Yeah. Anyway, what's uh, the next trade? I, that's what I'm labeling the episode. Cap laundering. Yeah, well, like this it. is the last trade that had me scratching my head a little bit. I love this one. Uh, oh, but then no. I kind of took a look deeper into it, but I don't know. So this one. it was Nikita Zaitsev mm-hmm. going from Ottawa to Chicago 
but it was Nikita Zaitsev, a second and a fourth. Now tell me, what do you think they got in return? I I actually do know the answer. Oh, okay, you do. Okay, he's yeah. a stud. Nikita Zaitsev. <laughs> No, future considerations. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's been around. He's a suitcase. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> suitcase. <laughs> it, it had me scratching my head a bit. And then I went and looked at his contract. And he's making four and a half million dollars. Yes, sir. For, for this how? year and next. Okay. Yeah. He signed a seven-year, $31.5 million contract. Damn. I think it was with the Leafs. Yeah, it was with the Leafs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had right. no idea he was making that much money. Yeah, yeah. Didn't they dump him for, like, Cody Cece or something yeah, originally? Yeah. Like yeah, well, there was a, there was a big trade. I remember. I think it was uh, like Connor Brown was involved. Yeah, it was like Brown and Cece. Yeah, because I remember that was the whole thing with Leafs fans was they were like wanting to get rid of Zaitsev, and then they did, and they brought back Brown and Cece, and they were like, "Really? No, no, you no." You thought they had that to... was an improvement? Yeah, I can't remember the trade exactly. It was something yeah. like that. Yeah. They ended up with Brown and Cece, and they were like, "No, this... they, they had to trade Brown with Zaitsev." Oh, is that? Yeah, what and it was? they brought back oh. Cece and. Some other piece, but yeah, I remember. Yeah, I, I just remember Leafs fans being mad about it and being like, "Okay, you just you just kind of changed the problem. You didn't fix anything." Yeah, it would be like us trading Myers for like, never mind. Yeah, there's no, no, there's no comparison. Yeah. No, honestly, it seems like this guy is pretty similar to Myers. Uh, he's on a bad contract, not great for the team. He spent a lot or some of the time this year in Belleville. Yeah, well, he's nowhere oh, near as bad the, as Myers. There though. was talk actually at the beginning of the year that there was a Myers for Zaitsev trade that was trying to be set up by both teams. Yeah, but Myers exercised his no trade clause for it. Yeah, which is weird because Zaitsev also has a, a no trade clause. Yeah, but he might want out of Ottawa. Yeah, Zait, yeah. I, yeah. If if you're looking at Vancouver and Ottawa, ah, no, he's yeah. going to Chicago. Yeah, but he would waive it to get out of Ottawa is what I'm saying. I guess. Yeah, that's what he means. Is Myers was the one who said no to the trade, whereas Zaitsev was yeah. like, yeah, I'll take pretty much everything mm. over Canada. Yeah. Is that is that where the yes. arena is? It's Canada, right? Yeah, Canada, Ontario. Oh, I, thought you were, I thought you were trying to say Canada. No, I, I wouldn't mispronounce something <laughs> that <laughs> bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, just kind of a random one. Didn't know he was making that much money, but uh, Ottawa frees up a little bit of cap. I know they have, I think, a couple of their young talent that they uh, need to sign this year. So mm. I guess just uh, look into, uh, what's the term? Uh, get a contract done early, I guess you could say. Yeah, maybe they're looking forward to that. Or maybe, and this is why I'm a little bit excited about it, maybe they're clearing cap for a big move at the deadline. You think Patrick Kane's going to Ottawa? No, because they didn't need to clear cap. <laughs> That's the other thing. It's like oh, okay. they, had, they had cap space. But actually... I, uh, I heard a little bit more about this story that I think is something that might be interesting to read into a bit. And it's that the Ottawa Senators, as many people are aware, uh, the team's up for sale. Yes. And so money, just like physical money within that organization is a bit, the situation's a bit confusing right now. So the idea is that a lot of people are thinking they're just trying to get rid of money. Okay. Get rid of players, like so they don't have to pay players oh, to get really? the payroll down. Yeah, because okay. things are a little bit dicey right now. And really? Ottawa's Ottawa's never been a super rich franchise, so no. I think the idea right now is to try to, like I said, bring the books down a bit so that they don't end up in hot water. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know how much truth there is to that, but that has been getting talked. It, it's about. a logical theory. Yeah. Like I get where the idea comes from, but, but still, to pay a second and a fourth. 
Yeah. Just, just to try to avoid the other sort of thing is when you're issues. talking about like money off the ice that has to get paid, you're still talking about, you know, maybe two, three million here, two, three million there. When you're buying a hockey team that's worth seven, eight hundred million, mm-hmm. you'd kind of think that's like that's little fish issues, right? Like that's not really something you're overly concerned about. But yeah, who would I? Well, never like we were talking about, Zaitsev is worth four point five la- next year, and what's left of his contract this year, right? So yeah. that that might work out to be somewhere in the six to seven million range, right? We that, don't know. That would be interesting yeah. to see if if so, that is partly why. Yeah, I mean, maybe Zaitsev's the missing piece for Chicago. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so. No. What I do think it is time for, we take a little splish splash in the inbox. All right, let's take a look at what we got in the inbox. Yeah, I, I was looking at these. There's there's a couple interesting ones in here. Um, as yeah. usual, a few of them throw it back to the Canucks. Yes. Uh, the one I found a little more interesting, this is actually from the memes guy, so I wanted to make sure we got to read this oh, one out. Jesus. Horvat. Traded, Jake's already reading. Tarasenko, huh. at, well, I thought I was the host. Oh yeah, I guess you are. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the whole idea was he was going to transition into the segment. You were going to set it up, and then I'd read it. Oh yeah, like volleyball, like the salt yeah. and pepper thing, like a, like a team host thing. Salt yeah. and pepper. Yeah. So I actually didn't know about this. A- Emma told me about this because she used to play for the, uh, I think the middle school team or something. Mm-hmm. But I think she's still short enough. She could probably play for them. But it was. It's called salt and pepper. It's like the basic play that you see in volleyball where someone... Bump set spike. Yeah, yeah, bump set spike. Apparently, it's called salt and pepper. That's like... It's like slang for it, I guess. I I don't know why. I guess it's the same as hockey as like wheel snipe selly. They have salt and pepper. Well, I think it's just like the go-to, right? Like it's the original. It's the salt and pepper. Yeah, I guess. Should just be salt then. No one really needs pepper. Are you kidding whoa, me? Whoa, whoa. That pepper, might be the hottest take you've yeah, ever pepper had. Pepper, I think, is more what? important than salt. Oh, my God. What? A, 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 pepper <laughs> is more important than salt. Yes. Yeah. No. How, how often do you go baking and it's like, oh, add three cups of pepper? No, no, that's Whoa, not what that's he's saying. the worst argument yeah, I've ever heard. Exactly. We're not talking Baking? about salt as an ingredient. We're talking about salt and pepper as seasonings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How often you grab a plate of fries? You're like, let me just load this up with some pepper. Well, I okay. Don't no, load you're my right. Fries salt. With pepper. You're right. But how often do you grab literally anything else and you put pepper on it, not salt? What are you doing? No, I put like the- I'm getting a nice bowl of soup. I'm not throwing. Hell, I'm I'm not a soup guy. Well, that's just oh you're missing out. God. You're eating too many fries, you then, my friend. Raccoon taste buds. <laughs> fries Ra- are good. Ra- You've said that before. <laughs> so funny. I don't know if I've ever heard it. Because your taste buds are garbage. Yeah. <laughs> no. Because raccoons eat garbage. Okay. And you I eat, garbage. eat French fries. <laughs> no. Garbage. Nothing wrong with French fries. Pepper, just, to, pepper Mc- just matches so many things. You know what? I'm going to call McDonald's and I'm going to ask them how many salt packets do you have to order? Marcus, how many pepper Marcus, packets. You're talking about fries strictly no and like other <laughs> what else do you put salt on hash browns okay but no, they're just fries hash browns are just fries what else do you put salt on exactly there's salt in stuff <laughs> that doesn't matter we're talking as an about ingredient seasoning. okay i don't what do you put okay other than soup what do you put pepper on steak pasta Steak has just as much salt as pepper on it. You don't season it with salt. <laughs> yes, you do. That is specifically so, so, what you so do. So you order a steak and you're and she comes in. She's like, "Yeah, oh, can you like, bring the you fresh cracked like, salt? Hey, bro, bring me the ocean worth of salt." It goes on the grill, you moron. <laughs> that's cooking that's, with it. That's not seasoning. That's so different. What? 
You have you ever cooked seasoning the steak? Seasoning is have when you, you ever cooked the steak? Seasoning is when you go after. It comes to the table and she's no, like, what do they ask no, for? No, no, no. What do they ask for? They don't ask for, oh, do you want ground salt? No, they ask for ground pepper. <laughs> Not on your steak. That's on like a salad or something. Oh, right? hey, there's, there's another, another one. Thing that pepper goes yeah. on. Oh, my God. You're arguing for us at this point. You're so wrong, dude. Look, I will give it to you. Potatoes, you probably put salt on more than pepper. Yeah. In the grand scheme of people who eat more than a potato, <laughs> pepper goes on more food. <laughs> Anything that has pepper on it has an equal amount of salt on it. That is that so is not true. So st- Other than like salad. Dude, we're talking <laughs> salads. We're talking sandwiches. We're talking pastas. There's sandwiches? S- we're talking you put su- pepper on your sandwiches? Yes. yes. No. <laughs> yeah. This is salt or insane. pepper on a sandwich. A sandwich consists of bread, mayonnaise, cheese, and ham, and lettuce. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's it. There's no pepper. There's no salt. There's no nothing. Just ham. Just ham and cheese, baby. <laughs> ham, Absolutely. cheese, and mayonnaise. This is the In the trash can, just it's looking a, for food. It's a 15-cent sandwich, yeah. and it's perfect. Marcus's grocery store is someone's garbage can. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Can we get back into the... I, I think this is the point. I need to take a drink. I need to wash this pepper out of my mouth. All right. Let's Holy shit, look. that was exhausting. <laughs> just, can we go home? You can. That was a what was shit the question? Take. Yeah, what uh, is the question? Read Horvat traded, Tarasenko and O'Reilly traded. I don't even want to finish this question. I just read the last line. Read it. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Is it? <laughs> What's the question? Horvat traded, Tarasenko and O'Reilly traded. Does that mean Soros is next? No, that's the stupidest <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> that's kind of funny. <laughs> what? What? So what makes it the stupidest thing ever? Um... Would the Edmonton Oilers trade Connor McDavid? No. The Na- the Edmonton Oilers are in a playoff spot. Don't even try me with this. Dude. He is a Vesna caliber goalie. Oh, oh, I'm not they're, saying you're wrong. Yeah. There is actually no chance they trade That him. is precisely why you have to trade yeah, him. Yeah, no his trade value dude, is the highest. Chance. And you have Askarov no. in the pipes. Apparently. I don't want to hear. Askarov has not he's proven been doing anything. presses with the net. That was sick. Yeah, that was actually pretty cool. That was cool. But honestly, Askarov has proven to me that he's not ready yet. There's no conversation that we're trading Soros. Hell to the no. It's not happening. Okay, Are you making here, the playoffs, here's, Jake? Here's what I'm asking you. Say you keep him, right? Say next year UC Soros is a pred the whole season. What exactly, what benefit do you get from that? Okay. You finish in the same place you do this year, which is just outside of the play. Dude, take it from me. You don't want that. Okay. I'm going to answer this in a few different ways. The first thing oh, I'm going to do. Can I go? The first I, thing I'm going to go do, to the bathroom yeah, while he does this. Unplug your headphones. Yeah, walk away. I'm going to rant. Okay. First things first, if you want to have this question answered, refer back to my rant about why they had to re-sign Philip Forsberg and not trade him when his contract was up last year, okay? All of those points I made then are still valid now, okay? Second, a goalie is not something you just come out of thin air. No, shut up. It doesn't just come out of thin air. You have to have a goalie curated within your system. Yes, he is worth a king's ransom, but when's the last time you saw a goalie traded for a king's ransom? It doesn't happen. UC Soros is a he's a diamond in the rough. 
I'm amazed that they bounced from Rene to Soros as seamlessly as they did. There's there's no way that they trade him and get any closer to the playoffs any sooner than they can with this core that they have. Yes, they're not a strong team right now. However, they've committed to this core and they have to make it work somehow. If they're going to move a piece out, it's got to be one of the forwards or two of the forwards or some depth pieces, but it cannot be, let me repeat, it cannot be their Vesna caliber goalie. That is the one piece that they cannot move. I, I'm interested that you brought up Edmonton earlier about McDavid. Mm-hmm. So say the Oilers look around and they say, okay, above all, we're missing goaltending, right? Yeah. That's what we need. We need UC the midget Soros. Okay. Okay. That, that is all that's standing oh, between them and a cup. Okay, wait, before, before you, you talk about this, I had a funny story about UC Charles being small. So I was watching the highlights <laughs> right. of my dad the other night, right? And we were watching the highlights of the last shooter the Canucks had. I think it was Pedersen. Uh, yeah, they used him last. Yeah, and my dad literally, he, he watched the clip and he goes, why the hell didn't he go up top? He's short goalie. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Because Pedersen literally came in and just like backhanded it Yeah, wide. tried to slide it. Yeah. yeah. Like just roof it on him. He's tiny. I thought that was funny. Well, he's right. Yeah. He's right. But my dad doesn't but, ever but, watch the Preds. And so. I, I will give you this, though. He's good, right? Yeah. He's, he's, he's small, but he's good. Yep. The Oilers decide we want him. Okay. So they look at you and they say, okay, if, it, if we're acquiring a goalie who's making money, we have to offload something. So we are giving you Leafs legend Jack Campbell. <laughs> So you are, you're, so not only. Okay, so now oh, you're going to have to sweeten know. it even more. Yeah, I so don't know you, if Edmonton you, would do that. Dude, <laughs> so you are trading your favorite goalie in the NHL for your least favorite goalie in the NHL. What What, what are you wasting yeah, your breath for here? Like, that, what is this? They that also add to this deal. With Leon Dreisaitl? Like, <laughs> how are you going to Let's just relax out? here for a second. Well, how the fuck are you balancing out the value they, here? Okay, they offer you a first. Okay. A second. Mm-hmm. And a top three prospect. They don't have yeah, prospects. Wait, I'm not also, really sure what's in their system. Right they're, now. Are they not second in the Pacific? Their first means nothing. If you're would they're you, would in you take a wild card first? spot, would right you take now? two really? first? Damn. Jack Campbell and a second. No. That's Again, crazy. No. That's dude, crazy. Dude, dude, dude. No. That's you are insane. Crazy. If no. you would look at that Jake. and say no. Like the the National Predators say, David Poyle, after Dude, all these okay. years, you're Let's, fired. We're hiring Jake oh Jude. Okay. You turn that Holy offer shit. down. You guys bringing Poyle back. You guys, you guys. I've been a Jake fan of this team for years. I don't care. Offer me 10 firsts. He will fuck it up. Okay? No. There is no trade that Soros is worth if you're involving draft picks. If you're not giving me Leon Dreisaitl, you don't get Soros because they're going to fuck up draft picks. That's crazy. Like, honestly, there is no reality where Saros is getting traded. I promise you that. It's not happening. Unless Askarov all of a sudden has a zero goals against average in the AHL next year. It's not happening. But Jack Campbell dude, owns dude. a guitar. <laughs> Fuck, you know what? I forgot about that. You, yeah. also, you also have to remember, <laughs> so I'm not tra- in this <laughs> ideal thing I'm setting up here, I'm not trying to make the Preds good next season. I'm trying to help them through a rebuild. Jack Campbell is addicted to the idea of a rebuild, man. They're not a team that can afford to rebuild right now. They're a small market. What do they have? What do they have? So they're just going to be mediocre forever then? No, but they have a lot more than you think because you just don't know the team. But they're on the outside looking Bro, in right yeah, now. They're, yeah, they're not in a play. Yeah, they and how how long okay. is okay. UC Soros going to stay a Vesna? Really? Okay. <laughs> I would say he's, I think he's 27 right now. So he's probably got another five to 10 years left. Is he that young? Yeah. I thought he um, was the same as Demko. Also, please yeah, be aware. Uh, yeah, he is. Yeah. Demko's like 26. Yeah. Oh, Saros might be 28. Anyway, point is, their first line center is currently out injured right now. 
Like they've had a pretty rough season. I'll give you that. Ekholm hasn't performed to the to the caliber that he usually does. Who's your first line center again? I, I was going to ask Johansson. Too, but I didn't know. Didn't Ryan Johansson go out like two days ago? Yeah. You're trying to tell me that your team <laughs> no, is bad no, it's two weeks ago. <laughs> no, didn't. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, I guess it was. But still, still I get the point you're trying to make. We're but over like, halfway through the season. He just came out of the lineup. That yeah. is not why the Preds are like, bad. Let's let's not talk. They're not that bad. Like they're well, no, they're, they're not. not like, they're good. not that bad. They're, they're they're very much in the middle of the pack. They're like Kayla. I want to see how many points outside the playoffs there. I think they're five. They're seven points outside the playoffs. They're seven, and they are. They have two, three two. games in hand. Two to okay. three games in hand. So like they're not that far outside the playoffs. No, they probably won't make the playoffs this but year. Do, do you they see did them, last year and got blown do out. Do you like, see them ever building what they have into a cup contender? When they made the playoffs, this in is 20, not a yes or no answer. That's because I can't answer it with a yes or no. When they <laughs> that made means it's no. <laughs> when they made the playoffs in 2017, everyone expected them to be bounced in the first round. Where'd what the did they President's do? President's Trophy went. Oh no, that was, that was the, the next year. year. Yeah. yeah. In 2017, they were the eight seed. Right. right. They swept the first seed, made it all the way to the cup final. This is not a team that can build the normal way and win a cup the normal way. Like they never have been and they never will be. They have to be a team that goes on a miracle run. They're they're not they're just not that type of franchise. They I, never have been. I that's tough. I don't know how you bank on your team doing a miracle run. That's the thing. Oh, of course I don't bank on it. But, but that's I what think you're that, saying. But no, I th- that would be like the Blues every year trying to be in last place at Christmas well, so think, that they can think, win the cup. Think about exactly, but think about how they did win their cup. Right? Is that they yeah, went on a miracle you run? Can't bank on doing that again, dude. Honestly, like small market teams, it's kind of a, a big part of it. Is they have these like teams that just click, and like, yeah, maybe maybe they tank, right? Maybe they get a high pick. Maybe they rebuild, and maybe twenty years from now, I'm looking at a team that's completely. Years? Yeah, the like, Vancouver Canucks. It well, shouldn't take that long to rebuild. Okay, well they still have. Uh, oh man, what do they have? Five, six years left on their big deals. Um, Roman Yossi is going to be here for at least another six years. I think he's got six or seven left on his deal. You think he stays and if you guys aren't like in like contention for a cup? Okay. So here's the other thing about a small market is like small market teams are, they, they literally the lifeblood of a small market team is the players they have, right? Is, yeah. the, is like the, the love affair that the fans have with the players. That's why I said Forsberg's not leaving because he is a, He's a, a fixture. That's why Rene got a statue. It's because the people of the... No, if you want to talk about it, we can talk about yeah, no, it. I'm not making jokes, serious. right? This is serious. Like, it's like the people are so connected to these players, and that's what makes them what they are, right? Whereas, like, in Toronto, it's just like they're all just pieces, right? They're all pieces. The In, in these small markets, these players, they're, they're, they're something to the, the fans, right? I mean, yeah, that's for some. I think you have to have a city that also offers something that makes them want to say because you look at a team like Columbus who's had all these great players come in and they're like, Columbus didn't do anything in hockey and there's nothing to do in Columbus. Well, look at Rick Nash, though. Like Rick Nash in Columbus was a god. Yeah, he was and a when god, they traded him, like, that team fell apart. Well, he didn't leave. They traded him. Yeah, but like that's right? what I mean. Because like, they had to, right? But like you look at like Panera and you look at Bobrovsky, you look at... Duchesne, like all these players came to Columbus and then left. Those were all okay, but here's, was there. Yeah. Here, okay, here's the thing. What do those players have in common that Rick Nash doesn't have in common with them? Rick Nash didn't play for the Preds. Duchesne did. I don't know. What, what answer are you looking for? Rick Nash was drafted there. None of those other three were. 
Rick Nash Ooh. was he was he was drafted to the city. He was a young phenom. He was the first All Star that they ever really had in Columbus. Right, the team loved him. None of those players were drafted. None of them. Panarin was Panarin wasn't drafted. But I mean, yeah, but um, like that was his first. Duchesne was drafted no, in Colorado. No, Panarin started with Blackhawks. Yeah, and then he was traded. Oh there. yeah, I forgot um, about that. And then uh, who were the other two you mentioned? Duchesne was drafted by yeah, Colorado. Duchesne, Bobrovsky, Colorado Bobrovsky. And Bobrovsky was drafted by the Flyers. So oh, it's like, yeah. so it's like, about that. that's what I'm saying. Like there are players in small markets that just mean a lot more to the teams. And to bring this back to why we brought up this whole topic, that's what Roman Yossi is, right? Like that's why when they traded Weber, it was such a big deal. Mm-hmm. Right. So anyway, all I'm getting at here is like, I just don't see the Preds being the type of team that tear it all the way down and then rebuild it all the way back up for two reasons. One, They've literally never done that in their entire history. Yeah. They've always been kind of mediocre good, mediocre good, mediocre good, which, you know, call it how you want. And we all know that's not the best way to do it, but it's the way that they've been doing it. And then I forget I forget what the other reason I had was, but that was anyway. a good reason though. Yeah. Well, as a fan, what would you rather them do? Stay mediocre good, mediocre good, or tear it down? And like ideally, like I know it's harder in a small market, but ideally oh, then build it back up. It's, it's so funny because that, that reminded me what my other point was. And it was that the management group in Nashville is not competent enough to do it that way. They mm-hmm. cannot draft. They cannot develop. They get, they get lucky. I'll be honest with you. Like the, the whole thing in Nashville is like they've gotten so lucky, right? Like did you guys know that the year they drafted Seth Jones – he was projected to go first and fell to fourth. And that's the only reason yeah, why they got him. That. Like they just, they get really lucky. And I hate that because I wish that my team had better management, but I feel like I'm kind of preaching to the choir here. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like think about it. Think about all the young, talented players that have come through Nashville recently just to excel elsewhere. I don't want to see this team tear it down because I have no confidence in them. They'll be able to build it back up. That's fair. Right. But that's, at the same time, though, interesting take at the actually. same time, though, when it comes to trades and free agent signings, they do really well, right? Like, they just brought in Nino Niederreiter in the offseason, and he's been doing great. Mm-hmm. Michael Granlund, who wasn't the greatest trade, ended up being a decent player for them, and he has been for the last three or four years. Like, it sucks because I love this team, and I want to see them do a lot better, but I just don't think that's going to happen if they go into a rebuild. And that's also why I said 20 years from now, yeah. because this entire team that they have is going to have to basically retire, then they'll get bad, then they'll rebuild, then they'll get good. That's like, like I said, 15 to 20 years down the line from now. Nashville is a really unique NHL team because they are a small market, but the people that like Nashville, like that country vibe, like players will go to Nashville Mm -hmm. because they like the city. That's why Duchesne went there. Yeah. Right. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if like a guy like Ryan O'Reilly, who is like a a known country guy, like he could could go there and just like live out. Like even though it is a small market, like you guys have a big city. Yeah. That like attracts people. Nashville is an attractive place. Like they're yeah. they're not they're not struggling for free agents, right? Yeah, like people yeah. do want to play there. Um, it's so it just seems like, like yeah. so it is just a management thing. It sucks because like for a long time, I really like I really loved David Poyle. I thought he did a lot of great things. But like I've been following this team for the better part of a decade and a half, and I've only seen him kind of get worse and worse as time goes on. Mm. So I think. You know, he's been at the helm for 25 years in Nashville. That's insane. Yeah, I think it's I think it's probably time for a changing of the guard. And John Hines is a terrible coach. He should never. Yeah, this might be the most passionate, like Jake being a Preds fan I've ever seen. Yeah, oh, I, th- I think yeah. so for sure. Like he fully got off the couch and was in the mic. <laughs> All because a, li- a literal troll went yeah. online and said they, li- they should trade Sarkos. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, but because it's because we never talk about them, right? Yeah. Like we, yeah. we, we barely no, right. bring up the Preds and like same thing with like the Blues, right? We don't really talk about them that often, but like Tyler and I would love to go deeper into it. But at the same time, I just don't know if our listeners like, well, well, let's, wait, let's put it this way. There's a reason why this conversation didn't happen at the top of the show and it's yeah, happening yeah. now, right? Like, but yeah, Hopefully I people stay to hear that because that was that was quite passionate. And I always think it's fun to see somebody who's really passionate about like whatever it is. Yeah. Or like really like not like I don't want to say like obsessed, but just like really like you can tell that like they really love or are really passionate about a certain subject. And like when they go in and they have like all these facts and just like all these things and points that they really care about. I think that's sick. Yeah, well, I appreciate that, pal. And uh, yeah. so, so UC Sars is not getting traded. I would say if, if, if I had to put money on it, <laughs> I'd say I wouldn't put any money on him getting traded. That being said, though, I said the same thing about Ryan Ellis and he got traded. So mm. never know. Um, Stranger things could happen. I think the other three questions we can rifle through pretty quick here because I want to go home. Is Shen getting traded? Yes. Yep. What should they try to get in return? A draft pick. That was easy. Timothy Lilligren. Uh Who do you think will get Bedard? Whoever wins the lottery. That was another easy one. Uh, what is a realistic trade for Brock Besser? Where does he go? Uh, the rumors lately have been that Minnesota is trying to move money around to make space for him. So That's funny because they just acquired money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what their plan is, but apparently I there was another team that was asking about him. I thought I saw yeah. Carolina. Uh, I no, been, I no. think it was. Do Carolina no, rumored with everyone? Um, yeah. It was New Jersey. New Jersey oh, was checking been. in on him. Well, they've also got Timo Meyer. Oh, but yeah. we'll talk about but, yeah the free agents yeah, and stuff next the, episode. That's gonna be I think our big yeah uh, or uh, trade deadline episode. Yeah. yeah. The thing was, um, but I don't know if you guys remember this because it dates back a while when Besser almost got healthy scratch, but then didn't, and then his agent requested permission to try to facilitate a trade with other teams. Yeah. So apparently this has been some deal between Besser's agent and the Minnesota Wild that they are trying to facilitate a deal to send him back to Minnesota. How many years does he have left on his deal? Uh, next season and the season after that. Wow. At like six and a half or so. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So it's going to be tough. Yeah, we'll see what they can do with it. No Tyler surprise headline this week because Tyler is at work. Mm-hmm. That's that's the headline. Surprise, Tyler's at yeah. work. It's true. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. The Napa guy? Hmm? Napa Auto Pro. It's true. Is that what he says? It's true? That's yeah. their slogan? Yeah, that's like their thing. I thought it was... What hold the? on. You, you know Napa. The, Na- no, it was Napa Know How. No, it used to be. They changed it now. Really? Yeah. You guys remember Yo Gabba Gabba? Yo Gabba Gabba? Yeah. yeah. Okay, why, wait, why a, is this coming? That rings uh, a bell. Uh, it's it's like a children's TV. Yeah, they like they like air in like a briefcase, I think, and they pop it out, and it's like a bunch of like... And, uh, like monsters and then this mm. dude and they just kind of like i think they just like dance and anyone remember we three it was on at like 2 a.m on treehouse it was some trippy stuff oh i remember foursquare yeah yeah same idea there was also one that was like craft corner or something doodle bops. raccoon doodle bop doodle bops were good actually yeah, doodle bops were good the wiggles yeah overrated nah the wiggles were the best i had all the that DVDs. was after my time or, uh, After your time, VCRs, dude. The Wiggles were from like the early nineties. <laughs> After my time, <laughs> dude was not alive in the early nineties. It was crazy. Arthur like stopped putting out episodes in ninety nine. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember Arthur that much. I love that clip from Arthur where it's just like a still frame and it's uh, Arthur wearing rabbit slippers and then 
the the rabbit, his best friend, is wearing like Arthur slippers. <laughs> I don't think I've you seen never that. I think that? I might have seen oh. that. Yeah, it's really cool. That makes me want to get like a, an Alex Smith T-shirt. Yeah, or a Twisted Tyler. Yeah, so. Twisted Tyler, <laughs> Tyler merch. Pipers. Yeah. Anyway, this episode. Yeah. This is this is gonna be a behemoth, man. Yeah. It's gonna be a lot to edit of editing. A lot of editing. Yeah. So oh yeah. Can't wait to do that. Not all right. Well, words. if he cuts it all out, the this is all you need to know. Go buy yourself a Vincent Arsenault Abbotsford Canucks jersey. Yeah. Because you're never right. going to find a Vancouver one. No. Anyway. Oh, all right. And get uh, a white one. The green Abbotsford jerseys are ugly. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan of the no, home. Get a white one. Get a white one. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us on this episode 93 of the Vancouver Boys podcast. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always find us on social media at Vancouver Boys Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, YouTube. And if you want to find us on Twitter, you can find us at Vancouver Boys underscore. I think that does it this week, hey? Yep. Yeah, that was a good one. That one, right. that one so seemed 93. to ramp up as it went on. Yeah. It did, didn't it? Ended yeah. on a bit of a hot note, but hey. Yeah. A little passionate. Thanks yeah. for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. I didn't think of something to say. Dude, he's not even here. You can say yeah, you, peace. You, yeah, we'll let you do it this week. I don't know if I should. No, just say ka-chow. Thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. Bye. Come watch us on Twitch.